Hello everyone, welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 15, and my name is Henry. Uh, Brayden. I'm Chloe. And today uh, we're going to be talking about Kingsman The Golden Circle, and then we're going to be doing a retro review of the uh, Man From U.N.C.L.E., the Guy Ritchie reboot remake from a couple years ago. Um, Then we're also going to be talking about... um, the Isle of Dogs trailer. Did y'all watch that by chance? Yep. Okay, cool. Oh, the new Wes Anderson film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I love him. Yeah. Just anything he does, I love I know. him. So I don't, I, you know. Yeah. Stop yep. motion dogs can't, can't beat it. I know, right? Uh, so Unless he, you know, starts stabbing them with scissors like he did in Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, yeah, that was messed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's when I was done. <laughs> um. And then, so we also have a couple listener questions, and so it's going to be a, a good show, all the usual stuff. Action-packed. Yeah, for sure. Well, how's everybody doing? How's, Hello? how's the knee? Yeah, how's the knee? It's fine. <laughs> I can't really use it, but it's yeah. still attached to the rest of me, mm-hmm. so. Well, see, that's unfortunate for right now with the whole kneeling to protest Trump. I've been thinking about that. You can't, you're like, I can't kneel. I, I can. I'm cool. very athletic and flexible. Can well, use the other leg. Brings sure. up the question: What about those athletes who do have knee injuries right now? Oh yeah, they have too many arms. Yeah, that's true. If they have well, knee they're, injuries, they're probably not playing. Yeah, well, still, but they, you know, they might be on the sidelines and show support with their teammates. On the, on but, the bench. But or but, just kind of shake their heads casually the whole time, saying, "Yeah, no, no, no not today." <laughs> I mean, they think they probably lock book. arms. Everybody's been locking arms yeah. now, right? Yeah. So. Mm. Cool. Brandon, what about you? I'm I'm okay. I'm okay, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't answer for me. <laughs> you don't know. No, I'm doing fine. Okay. Um oh I went to the uh the Splatterflix festival for the first time, the local Is that horror? Yeah. Yeah, so. it's the ultra cheesy. There's another sort of horror festival around Nevermore. Yeah, you said that um, one at night. And it's on UNC campus, and I said this yeah. is some kind of underground I've never been no, a part of. Splatterflix is at Carolina, and they show, like, the absolute worst of the worst campy horror films. Nevermore yeah. is sort of alternative indie horror films. Uh-huh. So it's more low-budget or stuff that hasn't gotten wide distribution yet. And Nevermore, they hold on to UNC campus. Yeah. And that's, I think, in January, February, February, isn't Sign it? Sign me up. Yeah. Um, but I only had... I'll need two seats for all my enthusiasm. Yeah, there you go. every show. But I, I only had time to see one. I saw Prom Night with Jamie Lee Curtis. That was, that was fun. I mean, it's silly, of course, but it was cool seeing a movie like that in a theater. So I didn't. I completely forgot about her whole She's early career back. pedigree yeah. in horror films. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Halloween. Everybody remembers Halloween. Yeah, this was around that time, night. I think. So yeah. She's doing it again. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, that, that yeah. Halloween remake is really ramping up, you know. I don't know that it's one. It's exciting. I haven't seen uh, that one. I saw the the uh, Edward Scissorhands Evil Twin. I've seen that one. And then I've seen, you know what I mean? No. He goes into their no. dreams and stuff. Oh, Not Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. I've seen that. And, uh, yeah, that about wraps it, it up. That's it. That's all we got for today. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> No stars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. Just I had a six-day work week, so a tad tired, but 
Still well, good. I That's can't do anything, Henry, so. You're living the high life, man. I'm not. <laughs> the need, the need, you get to stay home and watch movies. I just exercise all day. Cool. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. I guess. Eh. Like physical therapy or are you pumping yeah. weights to get like a burly upper chest, work on those arms, lats, you know? Both. Except oh. I'm scared to do my arms because I don't want to be too sore to use crutches because that is, you know, it's a bad idea. Oh, right. I went to my soccer game and I getting there was a, the most work and I've, it's more than I've ever had playing in a soccer game. Hmm. Trying to, like, because it's like up a hill and I didn't want to be embarrassed and use the wheelchair to get there. So I went on my crutches and I was like 20 minutes. I was like, hey. <laughs> get, your, get yourself a jazzy, one of those motorized wheelchairs and you can... Spin in place and <laughs> ride everywhere. Exactly. So many good ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're on, uh, uh, you know, surgery after, what do you call that? Recovery. Now you know, have, you have some ideas. When you're on surgery after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay, well, I'm just dying to talk about Kingsman. Me too. Um, so, uh. Any, anything else y'all want to mention? No. All right. No. That's, that's... No, I'm so ready. Okay. I, I'm, I'm excited. I will say I'm sort of excited about the Oscar season finally coming up. So. I am too. Get Blade Runner 2049 has been getting some pretty good reviews. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Calling oh. it a near From masterpiece. From Ryan Gosling's mom. From Ryan Gosling's mom. <laughs> well. Well, that's good. That's can... <laughs> not good biased at all. Who can blame her? Who can blame her? <laughs> I'd be proud of him too. I am proud of him. Oh, Chloe, we, we all know about uh, unbiased opinions, right? Oh, Brain my God. Brain will have to tell you something <laughs> off show. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's crazy. It's funny. Now, it, now my curiosity is peaked. Okay. So, it's so... Uh, so frequently I check on iTunes for at the FilmBuds homepage. It's dedicated. You know, just curious mm-hmm. what people are saying. And we do get some reviews. And feel free to... Please review it now yeah. if you like it. If you don't like it, then why are you? Fuck you should off. be done by now. Yeah. Absolutely. Get a different podcast, man. 13. You know? Um, anyways, so I just check it to see what people are saying. And I was like, oh, look at all these nice reviews. That's nice. And then. Yeah, all five stars except for. This. Can't remember his name. Because it, it wasn't constructed from any real words. Yeah. Um, what? In English, anyway. Was a, was a one out of five. A one out of five. Okay. Um, and now I should I say the whole thing or just the end? No, the whole thing. Okay. So um, first off, they said just listen to the mother review, and the one who loved it was the only one who made any sense. Which just means he gave us one star because we didn't like the movie. Yeah. And then he said, "Don't listen to this podcast if you want unbiased opinions." He also did it in the wrong form. The grammar was that's off. That's where I lost it. And well, you can't have an un... It doesn't make sense. That's an oxymoron, saying an unbiased opinion is an oxymoron. He also, and I quote, the woman just embarrassed me. Yeah. Like, get I think real. it's kind of funny. Get real, man. I have a name, yeah. sir. Chloe? <laughs> that, that chick, the female one, <laughs> with the double X chromosome. Yeah. That one. But it was uh, just... What a what a lame out. It kind of yeah, it kind of bothered me more than I thought it would. And I said, dang, I should stop being so dramatic with giving things no stars because it hurts. Cuts. Yeah, let us know what you think on iTunes. You know, well, we'd like to hear from you. My question is, you know, I, the issue that I have with that is that obviously 
he's expressing an unbiased opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. For a biased opinion. Or something yeah. like that. All up, it's redundant. Expressing an opinion in and of itself. It's is going to be biased. biased. It's what subjective. I mean, that's something we mentioned last show, in fact. If he'd actually perhaps listened to it, <laughs> he would have picked this up could on it. be a woman, the, too. So. Whatever. No, a no. woman wouldn't call Could be transgender. Right. I, I don't know. It's irrelevant. <laughs> hey, what is gender? Oh, is, God. Gender is fluid. Sex, ginger. Uh, ginger. <laughs> ginger. <laughs> what is ginger? You, you, you're thinking about Kingsman already. Yeah. Oh. Ginger. Ginger. Allie Berry? Oh. Oh, Ginger Ale. Ale. Ginger Ale, okay. Oh. I, I'm not on a, you know, I'm not so close with her that I just call her Ginger. Yeah. Anyway. Well, but yeah, that was fun. A real fun surprise. What do you want to bet he's listening? Still, he can't stay away. He's not listening. <laughs> he's not listening. <laughs> no, the thing is, you know he's a little, well, I'm not going to judge him because, you know, but I can guarantee you he went into podcasts and typed in mother and listened to every mother review, and that's it. Well, that's probably the thing, is he's probably cherry-picking those reviews to see. I mean, anytime I go into Rotten Tomatoes, I try to get at least a good cross-section of reviews when I read them. So I'll read some that are positive, some that are negative, and there are certain reviewers that I always really like, you know, Peter Travers or A.O. Scott or um, Anthony Lane, you know, people who who, who I recognize, the the guy from The Atlantic, the fellow from The Wall Street Journal, whose their names aren't coming to mind, but... I try to get a broad yeah. swath, and it just sounds like this guy's trying to... But on the off chance that you are listening, you can come on the show. Yeah, if you want. Sam. We would like your unbiased opinion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that just means shut up. Yeah. <laughs> just sit here and don't say anything. Yeah, get out of here. Okay, well... That's fun. Yeah. Constructive criticism. We love our listeners. <laughs> we yeah. do. We do, actually. Even well, Adam. I don't mind. Constructive criticism oh, yeah, is, is yeah. good, but, I mean, people who just rant and rave without really... There's no thought. Suggesting anything to improve the show. Get yeah. bent, you know. I should be less embarrassing. Can yeah. For other people. Yeah. You gotta work on that. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's, uh, without further ado, let's uh, get into our review of Kingsman the Golden Circle, and we have a clip. Let's take a listen. Fucking hell, man. You know, my mama. She always told me, us Southerners get our good manners from the British. And I was thinking, ain't that a pity? Y'all ain't keep nothing for yourself. Y'all ain't never heard of knocking for you, Henry. Well, I, actually, we had an invitation, didn't we? Yeah, how did you know? Yeah, yeah, it came in the shape of a bottle. We're from the Kingsman Tailor's Shop in London. Maybe you've heard of us. Oh, the Kingsman? Yeah. Huh. That's where y'all got them fine suits and them fancy spectacles y'all got on. Exactly. That's right. Y'all look damn sharp. Let me see if I got it right here. You want me to believe that it's normal for a tailor to hack through an advanced biometric security system with nothing but a little bitty old watch on? I can promise you. That dog don't hunt. So why don't you go on and get down on your knees and tell me who you really work for? Cyber police. <laughs> um, don't worry about that. I'll edit that out. Okay. What Brandon just said. Um, so Kingsman the Golden Circle is directed by Matthew Vaughn. Stars, big cast here. Huge. Taron Edgerton, 
believe that's how you say it. Mark Strong, Colin Firth, Julianne Moore, Channing Tatum, Halle Berry, Jeff Bridges, and Pedro Pascal. Am I forgetting mm -hmm. anyone? No. Yes. Dumbledore. Elton John. Yeah, Elton Michael, Gam <laughs> Michael Gambon's in Don't it. Don't tell them. Oh, my God. Bro. All right. Gonna... All right, so let's... Uh... <laughs> Um, all right, let me, here, let me read the plot synopsis. All right, so, uh, when their headquarters are destroyed and the world is held hostage, the Kingsman's journey leads uh, them to the discovery of an allied spy organization in the U.S. These two elite secret organizations must band together uh, to defeat a common enemy. And so I guess um, we can do kind of what we did last week. If there are spoiler stuff, we can just have a conversation right after the spoiler free one I can put the spoiler discussion discussion at the end of the show because I'm sure there are plenty of people who are still planning on seeing this because it's I guess it's doing kind of well you know it's making me bumped it from the top spot for yeah. grossing uh, box office grosses this past weekend yeah so, so I'd say at first let's <clears throat> try and be as spoiler free as possible aside from the one we just had <laughs> um, I don't what spoiler was there I don't know. I'm failed, I failed to understand where the spoiler was said. Well, let's not worry about it then. No one probably cares. Um, all right, well, can I start? Yes. Okay, so I was not crazy about the first Kingsman. Me neither. Um, I thought it was quite just, it wasn't funny. It was gratuitous with, without really fe feeling motivated. It was just boring mm -hmm. and... Um, but I went into this movie, I would never go into a movie ready to dislike it. I always want to give the movie the benefit of the doubt. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, let's do this in the theater. Fucking hated it. You hated it? I fucking, <gasps> it, it is like the worst of... I loved it. It is one of the worst movies I've seen Are this year. Are you kidding? Really? It is terrible. I loved it. It is terrible. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know if I'd say terrible. It's terrible. You didn't like it either? I, it was I've never been on awesome. my own before. <laughs> It wasn't awesome, but it wasn't... I don't think it was nearly as bad as the first one. Oh, I didn't like the first one. I <clears> thought this movie was dope. Okay. I loved it. All right. So, don't get... Don't, let's not get carried away. <laughs> no. 17 um, stars. 17 <laughs> stars. Maybe she threw up 17. <laughs> All those stars that she's been taking from other films, she's been saving them up. Yeah. And yeah. here they are now, mm -hmm. finally making their appearance. Um, okay, so there are like a few things I'll just kind of separate in categories so for one the extreme violence or the gratuitous violence in this movie not as much as in the first it's one not nearly but there's still the some one. pretty graphic scenes and like i have no issue with violence i've seen it all he has no beat up anyone you want <laughs> I, i've i've seen it all people being serrate you know chopped up all right, well we which it. which which scenes which particular oh scenes there's some nasty violence. stuff okay so i'd say well but, i have my idea as to which it is because there really aren't that many yeah. there's the one climactic fight scene there's a few gunshot wounds that's no he's talking about that. the oh yeah yeah well yeah. you can say it i yeah. mean it's no no don't say don't say it 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 it adds to her character don't yeah. say okay it. but the thing is all of the violence in this it feels so unearned like and it just feels hateful like all the stuff that in the diner um then what happens to the guy uh outside with the dogs you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. and then now maybe she's that's, a super villain yeah Henry? But, but why i i get the point that she's evil and insane i don't need to see all of this stuff in a movie that's just a dumb action movie i don't like there's no point to that 
and it, it's not. Well, it's 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 sort of like a modern or an updated Bond thing, which doesn't necessarily yeah, which, mean which that they need to do that. Yeah, but, it's kind of a riff. But, it's kind of because it's kind of satire. It's yeah. kind of yeah. Well, you know, Austin Powers did that. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I'm fine with the movie being R-rated, like, and having a little extra violence, a little sexuality, whatever. But like, all, it just goes to a point where it's like. Are we supposed to be laughing at this? Are we supposed to be horrified? And, like, that's another thing. Well, it's a little have, both. I have yeah. no idea what these movies want to be. They're so tonally all over the place. That's like here. why I like it. It's immersive. It does a lot of things. I'm into it. Um, and it's not like... I think everything served a purpose. I... It well, is... This movie is so bloated to, like, hey, extremes. The original cut was 80 minutes longer, so... I know. Really? I Matthew Vaughn was. I'd talk- watch it. Matthew, I'd oh watch my it. God. Matthew Vaughn was talking about this amazing three-hour director's cut, which would blow your mind. No, I'm seeing it. I don't know if I'd do three hours. I'm yeah. seeing it. Like I'm but, renting out a theater. Okay, so we we're talking about movies being pretentious um, last week. This? Listen, listen, there's a new kind. The world has created. It all started with fucking Marvel, for the most part. So we we're talking about Mother being pretentious, or you all were. Which I guess I can understand, but these movies, these act, these blockbusters, are so pretentious and how long and how chock full of unneeded crap. They like. I think this, everything fit. This is like it's two and a, like almost two and a half hours long. It should be an hour forty five at most. Like they're all like the the character, the young girl at the beginning. She's from the first one. I know, Henry. So, but in this film, it serves no purpose. I like the Channing choice. Tatum is nothing. Excuse me. First of all, I like that he has a girl best friend. I like that they didn't just discard her because they're like, oh, well, he has a girlfriend now, so we don't need another girl, huh? They kept her in it. Respect. And it gave him more motivation. The whole movie was about, I think it had a lot of good messages for boys, too. Because he was, you know, he was mostly driven, which I appreciate. Still, but in just this movie alone, there's no time spent with them. And then it's, you know, no spoiler, but blah, blah, blah. And the first one. Well, I mean, the first one, she was, she was totally superfluous, the whole thing. You could have removed her from it, written all of her parts out of the script, and it would have been fine. And the whole, the, when I watched the first Kingsman, which I thought was atrocious, by the way, I'll just, I'll just say that first, but you watch the first Kingsman, and you see this Roxy character, and you go, okay, uh, cool, she's, she gets to be the Kingsman, okay, Terry Egerton, nope, he doesn't shoot the puppy, whatever. Um... But she doesn't feel as though she's really... There's no development to her character. Uh, she's she's pointless. She's superfluous. Super Not if you're a girl. Uh, well, honestly. Honestly. But in ter- but it's just... And then character like her, then someone like Channing Tatum. I, I like Channing well, Tatum. But then... I'll put it this way. The first film, they bring the character back and they said, Okay, well, she's friend, but she doesn't really do much or anything. So you know what? We'll just kill her. All the Kingsmen get killed off. She gets killed off, too. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> and then they bring Channing Tatum in, but you'll notice he's not in this film, and he's not in the climactic scene, and he's not... Yeah, he's not he's, he's superfluous. And so what do they do? Bam. Cryo-freezing. Mm-hmm. He smokes some weed and gets cryo-frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think they, they're able to take that superfluous character out of it this time. And, you know, it's just sort of, hey, Channing Tatum, let's get him in for a few minutes. And so they do. And they say, well, he served his purpose. We're not going to have him stick around and have him do this pivotal thing in the climactic scene, even though we don't really get to know him otherwise. We're, 
you know, then we, we put them on ice. They spend so much time with, you know, Pedro Pascal and um, all these characters, and they're just so, and they're, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be an issue if they were just in the movie like a very small amount, but they're in it so much. And there's even the character, the, um, the potential recruit for, yeah. uh, the, Charlie. Go, the Golden Circle, no, 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 the, the one who does, is in the diner scene at the beginning. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, or Angel. They, they, he gets tested. Oh, oh, yeah. Angel, yeah. He, they jump, jump back to him like three or four times. And I he think serves, that's clever. He serves no purpose. He does. No. Not for him. You're not supposed to focus on him. He's a tool to bring it back and show things about the characters who matter. I right. don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, no, no, but I understand that. But It's like, less wasteful to use the same person you're familiar with. Uh, but, I mean, I understand that Julian Moore is insane. I got that from one thing she does. I don't need, like three or four of the same guy, especially when it doesn't lead to anything. His what his fate in the film is nothing. That's not true. Yeah. He serves a bunch of purposes. Bloating the runtime. I'm gonna have to disagree here. <laughs> no, I don't know that he's bloating the runtime. I don't I don't feel I mean he's a henchman. Like, like I got he's the a first henchman. like the the first test what which what he does with the other person and then what he has to do. Alright, that's fine. And so they kinda that's have about these her. extreme levels. Okay, now we need to see him again yeah, well, he's, a, he's a henchman. He's he there. serves other purposes, though, to the film. He moves the film along. Yeah, yeah he he's does. there mostly to to accentuate <laughs> Julianne Moore's sociopathy. Exactly. He's a, no, but he does. I mean, he also moves the. Pl- I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm being really vague. But he also moves the plot along, like he helps us figure stuff out because she's obviously the supervillain knows the bad thing that's going on in the movie. So it's really spoiler. So we see she. It allows us to have her tell us what's going on so we get actual information and then we're more mm-hmm. informed. But again, kind of dealing with, kind of veering off slightly, the, the violence in it, like the stages of the... Yeah. I, I won't spoil it because I guess it's not really explained in the, no. in the trailers, but the stages of what you see happening to people, like it just, like why do we need to see that? Like I wasn't like disturbed. I was just like in this movie, everything feels like it does not mesh together at it's all. It's a satirical, loud, colorful, kind of comic booky movie. But it, are we supposed to be laughing at this? What, what's happening it's to like, the... Well, think about... Uh, no, you're supposed to go, Ugh. you're on a, it's like a little roller coaster. It's fun. Well, it's it's, it's a... kind of like... Tar- not that's the same, but it's kind of like Quentin Tarantino. It's so whatever you laugh at. It's so ridiculous you kind of laugh at it and then you're scared again. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's so It's like the, the beauty top. of it. I mean, oh, that's, that's the thing is a lot of directors like sort of pushing the boundaries these days, making something which yeah, is... Yeah, and you know because it was so stylized and odd and it was, yeah. it was I think it was really clean and really well done. I mean, I, I dare you, go watch, have you ever seen Peter Jackson's Dead Alive? Yeah. Go watch, any anybody out there listening, go watch this film <laughs> I dare you not to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I thought it was exactly what it was supposed to be. And, and also I should kind of preface all of this I, I should just say Braden we're, I was, I've told you this a few times I just don't think I'm a fan of Matthew Vaughn as a director I like Matthew Vaughn I don't like kick, I don't like Kick-Ass I feel it's about the same as King, the first Kingsman X-Men First Class eh just good blah. good movie <laughs> um, don't, don't like the first one dislike this one even more hasn't he done one, one more thing no, I can't think of anything else um, on my head. Was, I, just, I, I think he has this... Like, I don't mind a film looking glossy, which his film looks very glossy. Yes. But mm-hmm. it just looks so digital and, like, cheap. Like, I don't think he did at all. I was thinking how good it looked. There were scenes it. that it was pretty noticeable with the CG. Like, all the, 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 the fight scenes with the Charlie 
with his bionic arm. Well, yeah, but it's a lot a, of that was pretty. I was when I was watching it. I when I was watching one of those fight scenes, I was like, "This is so cool. This is like a grown-up Spy Kids." I'm into no, it. No, what was there was another scene I'm trying to think of. It was some sort of it was one another fight scene, and it looked pretty CGI doctored. So some of the there's, some I mean, of the there's a lot suspended the... disbelief. I think is cool. Mm. I like it. I think, like I said, I think it served its purpose. And, and look, and I also, was very entertained. Yeah, but also, I'll say I don't know why, but this series is just not for me. Which is weird because I love James Bond. I really like Bourne. That's probably I, why you don't like these because it's making fun of them. No, no, I'm fine with. I like you know Austin Powers even. I love all that you know. But like, and then I like Atomic Blonde, and I feel like there's another spy series out there, isn't there? Maybe. I'm sure mm-hmm. there are um, several. <laughs> yeah. Man and, from Uncle. Yeah. Man from Uncle, exactly. <laughs> and um, but like, and if you like these this series, that's fine. Like, I'm I wish I could be one of you. Let's hang out. Let's be buddies. No. You know? I, yeah, I want to <laughs> hang out with you, the Kingsman uh, supporters. But like, and also these movies, the humor is so tired. I think it's hilarious. Oh my god. Like. And they have to prep, they have to drag out everything, and then they end it by saying, like, you dick. Or, like, you know. Not all the time. Yeah. Also, okay, that was the other thing. I think this movie has a lot of British humor. Right. Which I love. Which, yeah. I like Does it. it? I don't northern. know. I thought, I always thought British humor was a little more sort of. Well, he's, well, that's the thing. Underrepresented northern population. He's super northern, and I like that they allow him to be so, and it's kind of the. The coming together, because Colin Firth is... I mean, that was the whole point of the first one. It's like of the mismatched mm-hmm. whatever. But right. I thought it was had a lot of British humor. I mean, also, if you really think about it, te- uh, historically, it's pretty... Nat- like, think mm. about the Flying Circus. They like extravagant, right. unnecessarily gross, kind of off-color things, and it's just mm-hmm. it's the same way. But, I mean, jokes well, like Armageddon and all of that stuff... It's you know, funny! It's, uh, I thought it was funny. And then, like, the, you know, the jokes from our, that were in the first one where they're, like, um... Hey, Sam- hey, 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 this is a different movie. I know, but I'm just talking about <laughs> the, the, the same style of humor where Samuel L. Jackson, had, you know, he has the lisp, and he's he's saying, y'all always sound so funny. I can't understand what you're saying. Like, that is such a lazy... This movie feels very lazy to me. I disagree. And, like, and also, the, the homages and the satire, like, I'm perfectly fine movies calling back to previous ones like yeah. it, like... You can't avoid that nowadays, but like the so the snow mountain or the wintry yeah. mountain just saw that inspector saw a resort saw like you know kind of these this big spectacle. It's in every movie. Not well, I mean, that's, way that's, further it's back. The, that's a trope big, of, of of. But it's like yeah. the last big spy movie. We just saw that. Well, I mean that's a, it's a trope of a lot of. I mean, if you go back to the Bond series, there are a lot of films that he ends up on some sort of. Ski oh, resort. oh, I know, but it's like. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. It's probably intentional. Then also, the, the uh, call, well, for one thing, did I say I didn't like Julianne Moore? I, she's terrible in this. She's not she's terrible. terrible. She's not terrible. She's really good in it. Colin, no. She's so good in I it. Wish, I wish I'd gotten to see more of her. Dang, Colin, me too. Colin Firth is like not invested whatsoever. Are you kidding? He's terrible. I loved the or performances. Or he's not I thought they did a better job of developing his character, and I appreciate that they didn't just also, bring him back and plunk him yeah, down. Yeah, I they thought actually, the acting was really good. I was, most of the performances were fine. Mark like, Strong was really good. Yeah. You didn't think Colin Firth was invested? I thought he was really no. good. He played the naivety and innocence and got and then also, back into it. In terms of being just overly blunt, I'm fine with the movie being blunt. That's fine. But like, Apparently, you like that. Jesus movie. <laughs> Eat the babies. Um, <laughs> Eat the babies. <laughs> Eat the 
That's not that's not blunt at all. No, it's me in the theater. Eat them. Eat the ratings. <laughs> um, um, listeners will know what we're talking about. Um, uh, but in terms of just being, I don't like again. Fine with being blunt. That's fine. But like the the we've seen the breakdown of a spy like this. You know, we saw it in in uh, Skyfall. Then we've seen the whole amnesia thing in The Bourne, and it's so like, and I'm fine with them taking their own. But it's so obvious and predictable. You can see exactly where it's going. Henry, okay, this is a terrible argument. I fucking hate it. Hate it. Terrible argument. Look, if I'm holding, if I'm trying to give myself some cereal, I'm not going to figure out a different way to tip the box over every day. You don't. You can see it coming. (laughs) It's still good cereal. But you could say that about like any reference ever. Okay, did you think the Man from Uncle was more original? It was not. Yeah, it was more charming. It's and more the same fun. tired story. Are you kidding me? It's, I don't want to hear yeah. about a bomb. For it's the more 12th... charming. It's, it's funny. It's like it's. It Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's boring. Like, no, this is no. This is the biggest issue with these movies. Dull. Like it is a snooze fest. The like, fight. I was not bored is, for a second. The fight so, scenes are really well choreographed. So long. Yeah. They all have no, 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 no. They're all there. There's political satire, which I really liked. Yes. The, the, it, it was relevant. Those motivations were... are so out of whack. Like, and it just feels so hateful. All this stuff, like, the, what people are doing to each other, there's not, like, a self-awareness. It just feels so mean-spirited. What do you mean? Like, it just, in terms of characters' motivations for doing things, and then in terms like of... Like what? The, like the, even just what the president is doing. That's our president right now! Yeah, but... Are the, you kidding me? But we have no motivation for him. It's just so. It's again. It's weird. Y'all are saying. Well, that's that's the point. It's a political satire. That's the point. Is the president is just a callous. He's just horrible. It's literally what's happening right now. Yeah. Why does the lady um, in Why does the lady in um, Man from Uncle want to be a Nazi bomb giver? There's no support for that. She's English. Her father was. Wasn't her father, like, a uh, taken away or something? I don't know. The point is... Her name was Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to say it right. Um, but, like, it's just... It's so dull and so bloated and, and uh, long. I and so disagree. Like, the only sequence I liked was at the very end in the diner when they're fighting. That was, like, then I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. But, like, everything before that, I was just like... It just... The, the well, characters see, are not interesting. There are a lot of things. I mean, the the, the president uh, is supposed to be a counterpoint to whiskey, right? You find the president is just callous and uncaring. Whiskey, same, same, same. Two sides of the same coin. Yeah, well, they they both arrive at the same at the same decision. And I just realized that. I'll I'll edit that out. Well, they both (laughs) arrive at the same decision, but for very different reasons. The president just has this sort of very black and white moral code. If you don't, if you do something that's wrong, you're a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Whereas whiskey, at least, has more personal gain in this, which is why you know my my main issue with the whole thing was was what happened to it, whiskey at the end. That was sloppy writing. That was lazy. Yeah. I also which, you'll be. I I won't go into that here. I'll save it for the spoiler section as to why I think that is. But it is <laughs> what happens to whiskey is it's just horrible sloppy writing yeah. the script writers need to go back and rethink that whole scene and i've got some notes for them listen to the spoiler section but um i thought it was really good i thought the characters were well developed I yeah thought 
that's what I appreciated about this film more is it felt like the characters were more developed and those characters that they had no intention of developing, they yeah. dropped them out. They didn't even have somebody like, like Pedro, Roxy. Not Pedro Pascal. He's I in never, Halle Berry's in it a ton. And you don't, you don't find she's out. Not she's not nothing. No, she's not. These, okay, look. She's not. Look, look, I'm sorry, listeners. Look, I'm happy to reference Well, she's supporting... Them. She's supporting. She's a supporting character. She's not meant to oh, be I, there. Oh, I understand that. You don't. You don't really ever find out a whole heck of a lot about but Merlin. But the casting is so yeah. distracting. Like it seems like okay, Halle Berry is in this. We have to pay to like Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Nothing. It's we, not distracting. If he was not that uh, in this movie, that would like role would be nothing, and even less than it is. And but also look, I have to go back to this movie. All right, Dunkirk. Okay, I said it. Fucking said it. Okay. Look, people complain, oh, when, no character development in my life. How about well, Kenneth Branagh in it? Was characters that not unnecessary? to be developed in Dunkirk. No, no, characters no, were, no. Were, were secondary no. to the story. Kenneth Branagh no, was there for I, two I have, seconds. I'm not, I'm not just, no, I have a reference. I'm Harry at, Styles. I'm co- coming Should back we keep to this. going? <laughs> I know, like, I have no issue with character development. Um, but, like, in this, like, okay, great that you want to have. There wasn't character development, really, in that movie, but. Anyway. Right, yeah, there's not. Yeah, which is fine, because it's not the purpose of the film. But in this, how is this better? It's, all the characters are so ordinary. Colin Firth and Mark Strong and, um, I mean, Taron Egerton is okay, but, like, everyone just feels so... What do you mean by ordinary? They're, they're just so un, they're just so unoriginal, like, completely. What are you that's talking about? That's like, also, by the way, also, by the way, they're not unoriginal, because for once, there's a lead male in a spy movie who actually cares about women. I'm, I'm, like, I'm fine with Taron Egerton. That's fine. I like him. Great in Eddie the Eagle. Well, I mean, that's, that's the point. That's <laughs> that the was, that was what his name. He produced it. That was the whole oh, really? point to the film is that these are, these are sort of tropes. These are stereotypes. If you look at the statesmen, all of them are, they all have a super southern twang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all spit tobacco. Which they all run around with carbine think... rifles. I think right. the only people, the only people who should be offended by this movie or a group of people would be like the only people they really offended were like corrupt politicians and who cares? Yeah, honestly. But I mean, you you, you look at the Kingsmen who are all British and they're all super tweedy and they all dress in the bespoke tailored suits mm-hmm. and they're all you know stock. Which rigid, I'm fine. But they all have they all have they're they all stereotypes. deal with their but these men all deal with their emotions a lot and that's the reason they do well. Think about it. But, like, the thing is, it's just, you, you can just see right where it's going. Like, you know exactly how Colin Firth's character is going to end up. You know, you know exactly his arc. It's all, and people, they take it so seriously, and it's just not... Because to them it's serious, because they're, they're in a story. They're real, they should take it seriously. Right, but then it's... Uh, they characters. But then there's this, you know, just so tonally, I have no idea what, what this movie wants to be. Like, I'm fine with the dumb modernized spy movie that's fine fine love it but like this is just maybe if someone other than matthew vaughn directed it and just took a different approach that would be fine but like did did not it's it's a spoof it's a satire at the same time that it's an homage i mean you can tell that the person that made this obviously has a a pretty deep pedigree in terms of having watched bond films and a lot of these other spy flicks that have come out over the years. And I think they were really innovative too. Like the fight scenes were interesting. Yeah, the fight scenes were really well choreographed. Yeah, new um, stuff in there. I thought it was kind of funny that they, they, they put all these scenarios. Okay, uh, the uh, the main character, Eggsy, is put into the situation where he's got to seduce a woman. What does he do first? Well, he loves the woman yeah. that he's dating. And so he calls her and says, Look, I've got to seduce this woman. 
it's not something I want to do. Yeah. I love you, you know, but, and so he's, he's put into this dilemma and I thought that was kind of interesting to see that rather than just sort of the old school bond. It's kind of like a oh, coming of Oh, the things age. I do for King and Country, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's fu- like, I mean, that was a kind of slightly funny thing, but like, you know, but there are scenes in terms of humor, like the, where, um, Taron Egerton and Mark Strong, there's some kind of something bad happens. Then there's a scene of them getting a drink, and then they're like, you know, they're these super tough guys, and then they, all they're all opening up, and it's yeah. just like, how many times have we seen that? And it's just so. But, uh, oh, did it not serve a purpose? It did. Or did it? Okay. Not really. it did. Yeah, it did. It did. Oh my. How else God. would they have found but a clue? It more interesting um, basically, Henry doesn't like nuance. I he likes hate things movies. in your movies face. Are the worst. Let's just stop the podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, and this isn't the movie, this isn't the kind of movie I don't think people would think that I'd be defending so hard, but I think it was really, really, really strong, and it was exactly what it was supposed to be. Well, I mean, it's, that's the point, is it's, this is entertainment, this isn't trying to be something great. Exactly. But and was, so I, I, there I, I are that. characters that are, they're just movie. supporting characters that off. they won't be. Take, make it for an hour and 40 minutes. If, it, if you're not expecting it to be this huge, epic thing, don't make it two hours and 20 minutes long. Well, I never, I don't. Maybe they could have edited a few things out, but honestly, there's nothing that sticks out in my mind that that just screams totally useless waste of my exactly. time. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And the things that one might say were somewhat unnecessary, at least they were stylized and interesting. And well, again, that's that's the point of the film is it's it's entertainment. So it's all very yeah. slick. It relies on sort of ideal types that everybody can associate with. Yeah. So it's it's sort of an out of the box ready to go kind of thing you don't have to yeah you don't have to spend a lot of time setting up and these are the kingsmen exactly and here are the statesmen you see the statesmen you go oh american cowboy exactly you know kick ass yeehaw Uh, oh the kingsmen they're super slick british tweedy you know and so you you recognize them and you can sort of associate with them immediately rather than trying to oh character development all of the yeah. You know, you know. Let's look at the Kingsman. Okay, you got one guy who's like the big soccer fan, and you got another guy who's from like Bristol, and Bristol, and then you've got another guy who's from like, you know. Yeah. No, don't don't make a crayon box. You don't need a crayon box for these <laughs> types of characters. You don't need the full panoply of color. Yeah, and you even, just need you know, Kingsman is a Kingsman, Statesman is a Statesman. Which is right. fine. And right. they were, and they were, but and they were smart enough to do that, cut the fat off. But then I won't say anything. But they made it more interesting towards, you know, towards the end. They said, well, "Oh see, yeah." That's see, cool. that's the thing is, whiskey, who's important, they do develop his character. It takes some time. And I, again, I won't until we get to sports. Is that Channing Tatum? Say anything. No. No. That's Pedro. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't give like I just get him out of there. Cut him. He's not interesting. He's, awesome. he's a huge he's deal. A huge deal. He's, he's oh, I'm not saying that. He's not me. interesting. It's such he's a. He's interesting his, enough. Yes, his, yes, I didn't know. I didn't. His motivation is, yes, we've all seen it before. But we who cares? We understand. But it's you know a, at what? least it's again, relatable, kind of. Again, at least they make the effort to put yeah. some backstory exactly. in there for him. The thing, the thing, as opposed to Roxy in the first one. Roxy, who the hell was she? Yeah. There's absolutely no character. I still appreciate that she didn't just disappear and that she was back in this. Yeah, they bring her back for yes. like ten minutes I respect and then she it. gets blown up. I mean, okay. But... <laughs> anyway, you tell me though that he, 
the one thing that I thought about the first one, what I think they cared over to this one, was at least the villains have an interesting... Like, because for a second there, at least for me, I was kind of like, well, they're not making a complete lack of sense. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. But also, like... For a villain. In terms of... Even... I hated the um, her hideout. I loved it. What? It was I thought dope. that was kind of funny. It was so I mean, it cool. just goes to show what a wackadoo she like, is. Like, what, like, Fallout 4, Far Cry concept art video game did they get that from? Exactly. Like, it's, it's, it's not so supposed the to be. Like, the source like, material for this is a graphic like, novel. Yeah, it's, it's based anything. on a graphic Where novel. Is it? I don't know. Like, it's in it, Cambodia. Did you okay. watch the movie? No. no. Oh, my no, God. But, like, it just, no, and, no, I don't care about that. Sorry, we had a little technical issue there. Technical difficulties. Yes. Um, it's that I punched Henry in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have a pretty active black eye right now. So. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I guess we're still getting a little bit of it. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck it. Sorry if there's any static here. Um, but it's like... God, I, but the biggest issue... I was just so... It was so dull. Like, Ugh. I was so not dull. bored for a Don't second. care about it. Like, like, and also the casting... Like, and it's more in the first one. But, like, the casting is so... Like, of the supporting cast, it's just so obvious. Like, how many times have we seen Mark Strong play this type of character? I liked him in it. I Colin liked Firth Mark even. Strong. Well, well so this is, what? This it's, is it's, totally it's, out of Colin Firth's comfort zone. Yeah, it really is. Every time, every time I think about, about him, or I Michael think about... King's Speech, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you think of King's Speech, you think of the other one where he played the, the professor. He got oh, a, a single of, man is The single man, right, movie. exactly, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so you think of Colin Firth and you think of Mr. Tweedy, uptight professor yeah. guy with his funny little Mr. glasses Mr. Darcy. And, and he plays that to a certain extent <laughs> in Kingsman... But then he gets to cut loose yeah. and shoot some guys and stab dudes in the first film. He's stabbing dudes in the neck with, with pool cues and okay, stuff. Okay, maybe not as much Colin Firth, but, like, just, like, Mark Strong, and it's just... It's just Mark Strong plays bad guys, too. Yeah, but isn't he... I don't remember from he the first one. He had his Scottish accent. It's just very... Huh? He had his Scottish accent. I like... It. it was good! Have you been to Scotland? I've been I've to Scotland. I've heard a lot of Scottish people talk. Okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh boy! I loved Mark Strong in it. I thought it was I also, was and also I was emotionally Denver. invested. Stop fucking! They do put playing. You know, they could have free fire. I feel like lucky. Uh, Okja, all these movies. I think stop. I think Shane Tatum could have like whispered like, oh, I just did some John Denver. Maybe change it up. Yeah, like yeah, but, exactly. But it's a good that's, song. Whatever. Oh, it's great. It's a great song. I love John Denver. But like, we just tired of hearing John Denver. Did you see him? Did you see him at UNC? No. Oh. So there's some oh. other American artists out there who do some Americana. Get them, you know. Mm-hmm. But and now uh, since I guess we spoiled it, but the Elton John, that's I oh, that's loved it. Terrible. Oh my god, that wasn't a, that's was not obsessed. a spoiler. Every review mentions Elton oh, they John. Do? I was obsessed. I loved it. My mom loved it. I saw with my mom because naturally it was so she loved goofy. It. I loved it. It went from being stupid it to funny. It was wonderful. Which is the movie. That's yeah. the movie. That's the point. It but goes from being stupid to really funny. Serious, I was obsessed. Super serious scenes. No. What super they, serious? They brought scenes? up the they brought up important issues that we're all already thinking about. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think it's clever hmm. to insert things that actually matter. In the... Oh, I'm fine with that. But... I loved it. That is all. And I loved that Elton John was in it and her little dog's names were Benny and Jet. Mm, that is yeah. hilarious. Thank you so much. 
<laughs> her name was Pop. Okay, for, okay, we can sum this movie. I don't know. I don't remember the trailer. Did they say what her supervillain deal was or no? No. Okay. No, she's just. Okay, I'll put it like I'll put it like this then. The movie knows it's aware of what it is, which I think is unlike Mother, which thinks it's I don't, I don't, God's I don't gift. Think... This movie knows what it is, right? Yeah, you can tell by people's names represent them, like the supervillain's name directly correlates the alliance with what she does. Yeah. It's like, well, whiskey, that's clever. Like, how long did it took? probably took them not, oh. here at writer's room? Let's yeah. hear it. First yeah, name, that, that's, that's, that's part of my issue with the with the statesman, is is you get the uh, the Kingsmen, and they're all named after, after figures from the Arthurian legends. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You get the statesman, and somehow they've made booze they make booze now instead of being a tail bespoke tailor shop they make booze well they weren't a tailor shop they started as the distillery or whatever that's called the statesman did yeah the kingsmen were yeah. a tailor shop yeah yeah and the statesman started as booze yeah. and so all of their agents were named after after some sort of spirit mm-hmm. except if you think about it mark strong as plays Merlin, right? Mm-hmm. Who is different from the Round Table because he's a wizard and he's the one doing the technological stuff. And her name is Ginger Ale, as opposed to all the other alcoholic drinks. She's, she's they think blend. about stuff. She they, mixes them together. They she's think a mixer. About, yes, they uh, think about. I don't stuff. know. It's it's yeah. It's the whole thing is the whole naming scheme for the statesman is stupid. And I do appreciate they incorporated things that were unnecessary but will make you feel good if you're a girl. I'll say okay. it again. Oh, but look, now we kind of have a, actually have a listener question kind of about this later, but the thing at the end with Halle Berry. Yeah? Yes. Okay. So I won't spoil it, but what happens to her character, that feels, I'm f- fine with that. That feels so good. And it feels like, I'm happy they put it in there. It feels so forced. It feels like. It no, just, I mean, I, I so, think they had a precedent no, for that because no. again, the, the one, the one that, the, how it was the candidate that becomes the Kingsman in the first film, which again, uh-huh. don't like the first film, but the candidate that becomes the Kingsman in the first film is a girl. And there's never, uh, or I should say a woman, pardon, a woman, and the, uh, they never at any point uh, make a big deal, oh, we've got a female candidate, oh, yeah. she looks really good, it's just, you know. This movie was co-written she, by a woman. She, she kicks ass, she's really good, she gets the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's And they kind didn't of, become romantically involved. So thank you for that, too. Yeah, that was oh, that's also fun, nice, yeah. too. And so it, there's a precedent for it in that. And in this one, you get the two techie trainer guys talking. You get Halle Berry yeah. and Mark Strong. You get Merlin and Ginger Ale talking. You know, wouldn't you rather be out in the field? Yes, I would. Mark Strong gets out in the field. And then stuff happens. And so at the end of this one, for various reasons, there's a spot open in the Statesman. Uh, Halle Berry throws her, name, her hat into the ring and they don't even, oh, but Ginger Ale, you're a girl. You yeah. can't, you know. And then he won't say anymore. But, oops, sorry. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, there are things There's that, that no, I really it doesn't, it doesn't even come up. Like, I mean, her like, gender I'm all, doesn't even come up. Which I'm, is I mean, like, I'm all for that. That's fine. Like, I'm, I'm saying, in terms of how Matthew Vaughn directed that scene and led up to that, it's just so... I liked ugh. it. And I thought the actors really made the movie well, right. and I, I love Taron Edgerton anyway yeah yeah and, and for the really most part good. I really like the performances I think and I love his relationship with Colin Firth I think they do a really good job I I've mean, already said this 12 times but they do a really good yeah. job with male relationships too I think and all that kind of stuff I like mean, they're spies and everything like you I don't think James Bond like goes to hug people which is yeah which is fine them. like I mean I, and well, I really appreciate it no I'll just say this 
the more recent Bond films with Daniel Craig, I think, have done a really, really spectacular job in terms of character development. Because if you look at the old films, I mean, almost all of them, even up through the more recent stuff with Pierce Brosnan, Bond was always very sort of standoffish. You never saw any aspects right. to his character other than, you know, oh, he likes to drink and gamble and be like he's a womanizer and he's Mr. Super Charming and he's a badass and all this kind of stuff, right? But you never actually see beneath the hood. You only see the sleek exterior. Um, and Daniel Craig, with the Bond films that they've been doing, there's a, there's a little more depth to his kid. There's considerably right. more depth to it. There is depth well, to Well, Daniel character. Craig did in an interview say he didn't like playing James Bond because James Bond hates women. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, well, see, that's the thing is, I don't think... No, I'm saying so they might have worked on it. Yeah, well, that's, that's, the, that's the thing character. is his Bond. Yeah. I don't get the, he, right. he's, uh, I don't think he's a womanizer. I mean, he's a little, he's a bit of a playboy, but I don't get the impression that, that he's a misogynist. I don't right. get the impression that he's, oh, I mean, watch that? Casino Royale and watch his relationship yeah. with Eva Green. Yeah. yeah. Right. And there's a certain amount of, I think, mutual respect there between those two characters. And it's, it's you know. And, but, I mean, the thing is, just with this now, like, I, again, I see what this movie's trying to do. Like, and if you like that, that's fine. It's just that it's, just not it's, it feels so uninspired oh, I, like all the uh, references the humor well I don't know that a film like this you necessarily want heavy inspiration I, I don't know I don't need that I just want it to feel like all the ideas weren't like the first thing the writers thought of in the writers room like whiskey you know all these things that just are blunt to the point of being like wow that's are you kidding yeah, me yeah like the whole the whole, uh, when Chain Tatum walks in and he has the statesman, yeah, um, the belt, the belt buckle, and you know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, he's like a Texas sheriff, you know, because then there have been so many other movies that use some type of like symbolism like that with the belt. Like, it's so blah, it's like, based it's, on all of that stuff, and they I make know, it more interesting. Make it, make it in- it's, it's not interesting, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not interesting, but it's not meant. I mean, that's the point, it's not meant to be interesting. Again, it's, it's sure? sort of ideal type, it's true. It's, it's something that you can easily access. You go, oh, he's American. He's got the ten gallon hat and the blue jeans and the boots. But and then that. they make the characters more complex. Yes, they do. Well, see, that's Under the thing the that surface, I, they do so. They make it. Yeah, that's that's what I like about it is they make it. Um, they they make the characters readily accessible. Okay, the American guy. Okay, the British guy. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, um, for instance, the president. In this film, is a horrible, horrible, callous, unfeeling, uncaring individual. It's a political satire. And not very. It's not that good political satire. No, he just not. feels like every antagonist ever, basically. No, um, he's a bad guy. But then, the statesman who. Wait, you think, hold on. How often do you see the president portrayed as a bad guy? Pretty often, or some type of leader who has examples of the president of the United States being a bad guy. I can't think of it right now, mm-hmm. but there are. I mean, there are. Yeah. I, again, I can't think. But of in terms of leaders head, like but... that being kind of callous, oh yeah, they're just horrible. How many times, like, let's do something interesting with it? Don't... Well, there are always, there are always, there are several different ways you can go with that, with that position, with the executive position, because I mean, there are a lot of films that they show him as being just sort of kowtowed by Congress, and he just, he's under the thumb of of his staff or some or the legislators or something, and then some catastrophic event happens and the president stands up and yeah. says, oh, no, I'm taking charge, and I'm, I'm burly, and I, yeah. you know. In fact, this whole time, 
I knew what was going on and I've been in charge of the whole situation. And then other, you know, depictions of the president as, as uh, sort of abusing power. And I mean, there, there are all kinds of depictions of the president. Uh, I don't think this, the, 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 I don't know that I would necessarily say that the film, its depiction of the president here is sort of satirical. I think it's pretty yeah. blunt in what it's trying to do exactly. and what it's trying to convey. Like Fox News um, and everything. I'm sorry, good text. But, um, what am I, totally lost my, my train of thought here because I got sidetracked by dis discussing this president thing. I forgot what I was saying. I don't remember either. <laughs> That's well, no fire and damnation. Thank you, no. Chloe. <laughs> um, but like, <clears throat> it, yeah, to me, it just felt just uninspired, lazy. Oh. But that's what I was saying. The statesman, I'm sorry. The statesman, the the president who is horrible and callous, and you see the statesman and you get this impression that, oh, these are going to be, this is like the Tiki Torch crowd, right? Because they're all like gung-ho, gun-slinging yeah. Westerner. <laughs> but in fact, <laughs> in, in fact, they, 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 they come out and they say, you know, what's happening to all these people, you know, who who have used these drugs, you know, this, they treat it more as like a health problem, and it's very nuanced understanding. And so yes, these are it actually... Is. And it made me more understanding, I will not lie. I said, you know what, they're right. Yeah. Because for a second I was like, well, Julianne Moore, she's a smart lady. And I said, no, Chloe, people got problems. She is a smart lady. That's the point. Is she's she's a, such a horrible sociopath, she's willing to exploit I these health issues that town. people have. I love Sorry. I thought it was funny. I, I, like, thought, I thought a lot of the touches. I the way it looked. I loved thought a lot everything. of the touches were funny, like loved the robot, the, the the salon keeper who's a robot, and yeah. she's wearing a cheerleader outfit, and she's got the, the blonde, blonde ponytail yeah. ball. I feel like it's half a video game, and it just did not. That's the it's, point. It's based on a graphic novel. This isn't a video game. <laughs> it's based on a graphic novel. Tomb yeah. Raider, she's just running around solving little puzzles that probably don't mean a thing. Probably not, yeah. it's garbage. <laughs> You're the one who's excited to see oh, it. You, you, liked, you liked Assassin's Creed, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because that's a video game based, or she's a video a little... game film. Mm -mm. It's a video game. This, this is, is not a comic a... book movie. Exactly. But it's it, a comic it, book movie. It, it yeah, it looks it's like stylized. A, looks, it's a, like, just, but, and, no, on its own, fine. But compared to everything else, it does not feel that way. What do you mean compared to everything else? Everything, it just does not mesh with... The other tones in this film and the that's why it's good <laughs> we're you know we're talking about mother last week oh it's a mishmash things all these things this yeah. is this is a complete mishmash of just un uninspired like oh, God. well really again two very <laughs> different two very different intentions with these films mother was trying to be some exactly sort of highfalutin piece of art yeah and this is just pure then make it, it an hour with heart. Make yeah. it, make it, make it an hour and forty minutes. Then cut out all this plot. I, mean, I had fun. May, they may I be... loved Elton. I enjoyed every second of it. Like, well, if you remove, if you cut the out weird, all um, the plot stuff, oh, what was it? then you're just Jones left with. Moment, other than that, which one? You know, Osmosis Jones. Did you ever have to watch that in school? No. Really? Wait, which one are we talking about here? Osmosis Jones is the name of the movie. It's a little cartoon. I don't remember who plays him. It might be Chris Rock or something. And then he has to, he has to like stop it. It's so you learn how like the body works and stuff. Huh. Whatever, it makes sense. That. Someone will get it. It's a good reference. Yeah, let us know if you if you. Know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm I'm a little lost here. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, well, uh, I, I don't know. This is like the worst of the year for me. So, oh, cause I hated it. God. Even worse than Rough Night? No. Not, no, Rough Night is worse. Okay. But maybe, I don't, both this and Transformers are just as long as, you know, like. Are you joking I mean, no, no, me? No, Transformers is well, worse. Transformer, Transformers Ugh. is worse. I'm sorry, but Transformers, it is, it is. it's just, it's it's so oppressive with all the CG. <laughs> and There's you're just some, going, a ton of CG in this. It's, Good it's and terrible. it fits in no, with the rest. The, they make the, they make the real stuff look shiny, so it all kind of meets in the middle. There's a lot of CG, that. but it's not it's not giant robots yeah. fighting. You know the CG in that is even though it it Michael Bay is a director. Well, it is good. It's CG. good. See, it's really spectacular CG. Yeah, I will give that to to, to the Transformers. I mean, there's their special effects are by not. Yeah. All right, well, let's the not visual effects or special rant. effects. All right, let's bring it back. I'm not. Oh, I'm, no, oh, I'm no. Giving, oh, it oh, a, oh, giving it a compliment. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. But I'm saying, okay, yeah, it's not as bad as the two films just mentioned, but, and uh, do you have anything well, else? Well, I'll, I'll say this. The Kingsman, it feels like everything is moving towards an end point. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily feel yes. as though there's anything superfluous yes. in terms of what they're telling, doing with the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um... And there are lots of little tie-ins, too, which I think were clever. I said, oh, that's why they showed, oh, that's why they showed that. Over and over. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought they did a good job thematically. I really like Poppy's little headquarters because it shows, you know, she, she talks about, well, I was raised in the 50s. Yeah, it's so and interesting. Is, and so you get, you get the big donut shop, you get the diner, you get the salon. You get all these little things that are sort of throwbacks to the 50s, and it's not just that, but it's the details. If you look, yeah. all of her henchmen are wearing varsity letter yeah, jackets. Yeah, exactly. It's dope. Which was kind of cool. Yes. Just does not mesh well with anything else. And also the 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 voiceover at the end is brutal. The whole end of the beginning, like, come on, like, get get real. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Colin Firth. I know. Yeah. He's saying that there can be there's, unity. There's and there's gonna be thirty more of these. Movies. I hope so. I like. Well, it. that was the point. Is that's why. It's fun. That's why they, I think they set up Halle Berry to return the next film. Yes. I think they set up Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Just set up. It is the most entertaining movie I have seen in a long time. It's, it's entertaining. It's, was, not, it's not a great film. I'm not going to go buy the DVD when it's released. But it, I, I enjoyed watching it. And it had heart. It unnecessarily had... It didn't have to is what I mean. They could have gotten away with just having them all be boring men who just well, didn't have... It. And they... Said no, we're gonna make them be real people with feelings mm-hmm. and conflicts and emotions, and I really respected that. But they didn't get too deep into that, which is the other nice thing. Is that they, they at least they, there's a little more character development, there's a little more story development, but it doesn't feel as though it gets in the way of. No, it's for a purpose. What they're doing, but at least it's, they bother. Yeah, it's there to flesh. It's there to flesh out the film rather than be the point like, of the film. Like how James Bond has no, has he cried in any movies? Uh, yeah, in Skyfall, he did. Yeah, the Daniel Craig Bond has actually cried. Good job, yes. Danny. But you see my point, though. It's rare. It's rare enough. That was not rhetorical. I really didn't know if any Bond had cried. No, he but, has, but yeah. that's, again, it's only in the <laughs> Daniel I, I, Craig. I, I, but you see my point. You I see my point. Actually, movies having heart, but, like, I just can't help it. Just was not invested in anyone. Everyone mm. was just so I was biting my nails. I, was, I wasn't biting my nails. I bet my I was 
The only the yeah. high, the height the height of emotional investment for me was when I got super pissed off at the theater because they got little screws that stick out of a chair and my shirt snagged on. Uh. <laughs> that was that was the, oh, the extent what, of my emotional my investment theater, during that film. But but I had a fun watching the film. I never felt any kind of emotional highs or lows. But I said, "Wee fun, wee," you know. Yeah. So I, I, the one I thing I liked in this film, Ch Channing Tatum's dance. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> that was, he's doing his little boots. That was amazing. The, yeah, right. that was awesome. All right, so I'll give the film that, but other than that, no. All right, I'm I'm spent. Okay. Any any other thoughts? No, I I thought it was overall pretty good. I mean, I've got great. some thoughts, but again, I'll save them for the spoiler section when we do that. Oh, do you, oh, do you have some spoiler stuff you want to say? Some spoil. Well, I mean, there's one spoilery thing in specific. About whiskey. About He's whiskey. Obsessed. Oh, right. yeah. He's okay. obsessed. All right, well, let's give our uh, star ratings and then stay tuned for the uh, end of the show for the spoiler discussion on Kingsman. Uh, Braden, out of five? Out of five, um, just for a point of reference, I probably would have given the first one maybe one, one and a half stars. This one I'll give, I'll give it two and a half. <laughs> the first one I would have given like two out of five, but I'm sticking with my seventeen for this one. Seventeen. <laughs> okay. So also known as five, but seventeen. Okay. Yeah. It's a one for me, and then two and a half for the first one. Maybe. You thought the first, first one was better than two, this yeah. one? I would. It's shorter oh, at least. Oh my god. I mean, I would say maybe even two for the first one, but. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, I see the merit. Like, it's, I'm not saying every performance is bad, blah, blah, blah. It's horribly directed. It's just so. The first one, I mean, it's the first half, you kind of, okay, it's a little bit satire. At least the first one has Sophia Patella. With. Yeah. And I kind of like that character, but again, you don't really see who the hell she is. At, at least all, in the second at one. All. At least in the second one, you get you get why the, the, the henchman is doing this. Mr. Brown exactly. Gar guy is. The failed dropout from the the Kingsman, it's the clever. first film. Mm -hmm. So he's at least he's got motivation. Yep. Why is crazy blade leg lady running around yeah, chopping why? everybody's heads off? She's the henchman. Exactly. Well, look, I'm not saying I like. He's that. the one who's complaining look, about look, these look, foreign no, characters. No, no, I'm not saying I I don't like that movie, but I like Sofia Batella. I'm saying it has her in it. Yeah. That's that's it. I don't think it's so. Well it gets developed. stars just because she's in it. Yep. Man, I'm, I'm, I she's his Daniel Radcliffe. That's a no. big deal. Well, no, then she no. doesn't get stars. Okay, it's a two then for the uh, first one. <laughs> two and not not gave it a half for her. But it's a, it's a one. Oh, I'm spent. Yeah, me too, man. Fuck. It's a good movie. <laughs> I don't um, know. I mean, the first one, you, you think you're getting sort of a, a satire updated Bond kind of thing, a Bond for the modern, for the younger generation or something like that. And then the second half, he goes to the church. There's this I horrible massacre hated, scene. Hated, hated. Awful. Totally gratuitous. Totally, yeah, yeah. totally un unnecessary. Especially at the time, too, and if then, you recall. And then it turns into this grindhouse yeah. thing. And it's just, it, you, you. so you think you're getting a spy flick, and then it turns into, like, some horrible grindhouse film. Yeah, yeah. No, I really liked the and first half And then the really crass joke about anal sex right at the end. If you save the world, I'll let you do me up the butt. You know, oh, my God. Really? Is that really necessary to throw that in there? Mm -hmm. I mean, that served no purpose. Rarely is that purpose. necessary, I think. That served no purpose. <laughs> they really yeah, I mean, proved. if they were doing, like, a, a, a porno spoof of Bond film, right? Mm -hmm. 
you would expect that in there. But in a wide release movie like Kingsman, I mean, I think Braden is short circuiting. <laughs> I mean, I watched the first one and then my, my brain just couldn't process the entire second half of the film. It was just I was just baffled by how many poor choices they made and the poor writing. Roxy, who you think they they set her up to be this this interesting character, and then nothing. She goes up in a balloon, and they go, "You can do it, Roxy." And then she does it. They go, "Yay, Roxy!" And I mean, that's that's the standard character. Wait, you didn't like her. Layer Cake? He directed Layer Cake. That's a good movie. Layer Cake is a good oh, film. You didn't like Stardust? Daniel Craig. No. Stardust is so good. He took on Neil Ga- Neil Gaiman when nobody else would. Mm. That was a good movie. Mm. Stardust, I haven't seen. Layer Cake really? is quite good. Mm. Darren Craig is awesome in Layer Cake. Alright, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Alright, so let's move on to our uh, review of The Man from Uncle, and we've got a clip. Let's take a listen. This is a Swiss built Vortbinder Landsman 7010 model. Still. Very difficult to open it, but it's not. Impossible. People who designed this model are not very good at stealing things. I, however, am. Did you deactivate alarm? Model 7010 doesn't have an alarm. Loving your work, cowboy. So, uh, The Man from UNCLE was released in 2015. It's directed by Guy Ritchie. Stars Henry Cavill, Alicia Vikander, Army Hammer, Hugh Grant, and Elizabeth Debicki. And the plot synopsis is, in the early 1960s, CIA agent Napoleon Solo and KGB operative um, Ilya Curie can uh, <laughs> participate in a joint mission. You don't remember her screaming, Ilya! Oh yeah. Yeah, that's how you it. a joint mission against a mysterious criminal organization which is working to proliferate nuclear weapons so what did y'all uh what do y'all think of the man from uncle this i think was tired i like the style like i like watching yeah. it and everything but and i love army hammer i really like the aesthetic i yeah. thought they really did a good job of sort of catching 60s cold war era style fashion and all that i mean but it was absolute glitz and glam and no, no substance. substance whatsoever. It's not, it it's not trying bore- to be. It was boring. Nobody's trying to be boring. I don't think boring. it is. I think this one is, oh, yeah. it, this one is so much more charming and fun. Are you kidding enjoy- me? Yeah. Henry Cavill's a jerk bag. Yeah, but yeah, in, he's in, in the way, awful. oh, of course he is. But in terms of how they represent it, it's so much more uh, endearing and. Did you watch the TV show? Not yet. No, show? I would like to. TV shows are much better. I'm sure. And if you're gonna bring something back. You better do a good job. Yeah. But I, I just find this one to be so much more entertaining, fun. It's It doesn't have to oh my throw gosh. 30 characters in there to be good. It's just a simple story. And sure, t- the third act does kind of start to drag. It's it a becomes, real simple story. Right? 
Yeah, and I, that's what I like about that's it. That's been done 12,000 times. So is Kingsman. No, it's not. Yeah. All the stuff in that movie is like, I've seen it so many times. You Kingsman have you really? A lot, a lot of the no. stuff in it. I mean, Kingsman relied on a lot of tropes, but I think the whole concept of Poppy and what they she was doing... They made everything more interesting. I mean, it's, it's, it was a riff. A lot of the stuff out of Kingsman was sort of riffs on a theme. Right? Yeah. It was riffs on a theme. It was taking taking a certain you know, like chord progression, but then improvising in a, in a kind of new way. Yeah, this is literally Whereas the same Uncle is, it's like it's like a photocopy. Yeah, and I like Irishy. It's like an absolute but, photocopy. Mm-hmm. And it's a very well-produced, it's a beautiful, it's like somebody who's done uh, a knockoff of the Mona Lisa or something. And you can't tell the difference between the two. It's absolutely wonderful looking. But yeah, exactly. one is the original and one is just... Nothing. But in terms of like this, this I find the style and the... The humor and the characters to be so much more interesting. The than, characters? Well, I mean, I mean no. the characters. Are you joking? Maybe it's just because I like the, I think the performances are better. I think I like Army Hammer a lot, and I like Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill did a terrible oh. job. No, he's good. He was crap, this. and his accent slipped so many times. That doesn't bother me, really. Well, the uh, Jared Harris as well, who, was, who played his handler from the CIA. Yeah. yeah. Who is, I believe, Scottish? I might be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. But you could, you could hear his accent a lot of times. God, it was. I mean, I thought the performances were overall pretty decent. Alicia Vikander is always awesome. Yeah, she was good. Everybody else was basically. I just thought Henry Cavill was really bad, and the rest were did a good job. They had nothing to work with. Yeah. So. Well, that's that's the. I mean, a lot of Guy Ritchie's films. Some of his early stuff I enjoyed immensely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Snatch, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. But let's blame Madonna. She ruined him. Yeah. She yeah. ruined a lot of things. <laughs> um, but it just, it just, you know, I watched this film and I was kind of going, ho hum, the whole time. I was so bored. Oh, I was not. I mean, it was. It, it was, was pretty to look at. It's pretty to look at. That doesn't. But that doesn't you can do just it. tune it. You can just tune the dialogue out after about half you an hour. Do, I did that for Kingsman. You can do after a while. It has no. It's so uninspired. The dialogue. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. 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 Drink it in. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But for this inch, I mean, it's for me. It's charming. It's light. It's it. It's totally. This movie is so basic. So what? I love basic films, but there. It's aware that it's basic and it doesn't. No, it's not. I think it is. It's not. I think it is. It's not. There were no nods, no winks, nothing. I think it is. It has no clue. Nope. I I disagree. Yeah, I didn't see anything. I mean, Kingsman, you get that every now and again. You get a little, you know, we know who we are. We're a comic book movie. Ha, ha, ha. Let's have fun. Yeah. Um, I didn't get any of that with Man from Uncle. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm not, I'm not a huge Guy Ritchie fan, but I do understand that his films do heavily tend towards style over substance. Go make music videos, Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's the answer. But, uh... The Sherlock Holmes films I kind of enjoy. Love King Arthur. You're about the only person. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I can't. I can't really have <laughs> kind of an opinion on that. But, uh, but. Um, oh, we can't forget Hugh Grant. Hugh, Hugh Grant's my favorite part of anything Hugh Grant is, is in. But, <laughs> yeah, but I think he's Hugh Grant. But I think so. the relationship between uh, Army Hammer and Henry Cavill is interesting. Stupid. I like it. It's the same old crap. So is Mark Strong and like Taron Egg- 
Edgar. What the fuck is it? They're not even. What do you mean? Why are you putting the, Mark it, Strong and him together? It's Colin Firth and Taron Edgar. Taylor. Or the dynamics between all three of them. It's not. It's, it's the same cute. old. No, thing. it's not. It's two old guys and a young kid who respects them. I love it. And they're from different worlds. Nope. Not gonna do this. It's, not gonna it's do so it. It's not true. Not gonna do it. <laughs> Versus two two handsome guys who like are told to kill each other, so they try to kill each other and like, oh, I don't want to kill you. You're kind of cool, but I still also hate yeah, you, and this, we've never actually talked. Yeah, this sort of love hate romance that they get. Cannot it's, deal with it. I like it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. I mean, it's. I like the score a lot. Uh, Daniel Pemberton. It's a good oh, score. Okay. It's a good score. Not, <laughs> not sticking out my mind. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I don't have a ton to say, but I just really, I enjoy watching it. It's not a five out of five or anything, but it's, it's, it's simple, it's light, it's charming, it's funny. I mean, I looks, agree with you there. Good. I mean, that's the point, is it's entertainment, and, and it does that well, but there's so much that it could have done in terms of... Yeah. Strengthening a script. Yeah. The only time you see you you hear anything about about these two guys about their backstories. So oh, and it's so at the that's beginning of the so film when they're basic too. They're pulling each other apart. Oh, your mommy was a yeah was a whore, and your oh well yeah. your daddy was was an ass, you know. <laughs> and it's oh, and they just go back and forth like. And the show the show is genuinely really charming, and it's also more serious. It's a little more dramatic. It's really good. Mm. I don't need it to be dramatic though. I don't need uh, Kingsman to be super late. Oh, funny, we're comic book now. You know, serious and all this violence and all this other crap. It. it yeah, I think it keeps Uncle. a solid tone the whole motif the whole time. Well, that's why I didn't like the Kingsman the first one is because I thought the violence yeah. was over the top. I thought they reined in a lot of the uh, yeah, the too. excessive gore. I mean, there's still violence. You you can't get away from from a comic book action right. spy thriller without some violence. Right. But I mean, you look at you look at a lot of the stuff that they did in the Bond films back in the '60s, right? And I forget which one it was, but Sean Connery and there's a pool with a shark, and the shark is eating the henchmen, and you know all kinds of stuff. <laughs> but um, obviously, it wasn't nearly as gratuitous as, as a lot of the films we have now with the with the graphic violence. But but still, I mean, there's there's a history of that, that kind of violence in in in, in uh, spy flicks, and. Um, so it doesn't. It, the extent to which they took it in the first Kingsman was a bit out of place, but I thought they reined it in considerably in the second one. Mm-hmm. And the gore to which I know you're referencing, um, that's cartoony. But I don't think it's aware that it's cartoony. It, it I, totally I'm sure, is. I'm pretty sure it, 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 it is. It's, I mean, no. I don't what know. they do, what it they totally that first scene. But and when when you yeah. you've got you've got the hamburger and he's eating the hamburger and the legs okay. are sticking are, out and the whole thing. Yeah, are I mean, we that's... supposed to be okay? Am I supposed to be horrified? Am I, am I supposed to be laughing at how gratuitous this Again, is? Again, go oh, watch. Is it a satire? It's like Tarantino. Go watch Dead Alive. Just go watch Dead Alive. Again. <laughs> that's my that's my answer to like you Tarantino, know. Tarantino, it's the same deal. It becomes it becomes so over the top and absolutely just just uh, ridiculous. That it goes from being gross to funny. Really, I think it was mostly it was a waste of really good actors. Except for Henry Cavill wasn't very good to me, mm-hmm. but it was a waste of good actors. Very, very, very simple plot with not a lot behind it yeah. either. Which like, is, I like. I don't. I don't oh. want 
the Kingsman plot, which is so overly complicated with all these other It's characters. not, and the Kingsman plot at least is relevant. Why are you making the same movie about the same stupid thing a thousand times? The Kingsman plot was, I don't think it was overly complicated. No, you but had a bad so guy. It. It's all, it's, she it's, destroys the organization. They go find well, their brother well, organization. Yeah. And then, and then no they more, chase down activist. the bad guy. Yeah. Right. Which is fine, but there's just there there's just so much plot in it. At it's least just, it's innovative, though. I, I don't need plot. I don't care about plot with basically any film. Like it's the the characters are, you know, in this it's it's simple. It's aware that it's simple. It's just a charming, light, fun. It's lazy. I, I, and I, it's I, for lazy viewers. Brutal. <laughs> Man, I don't know that it's for lazy viewers. I mean, it's, it's fun. If you've, got, if you've got an afternoon to kill and you want to see some pretty people. While you do 12 other things. Yeah. You, you want to watch some pretty people saving the world. God. Watch Man from Uncle. I mean, it's 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 entertaining. It's a good way to kill some time. But it's not it's not a film that I'd say you must absolutely go watch this in theaters. And again, Kingsman. Lordy. Or even Kingsman Two. I don't know that I'd necessarily say it's a must go watch in the theater. Talk about unnecessary but, henchmen. How about the torture dude? Yeah, what was that? Come that, on that, now, that his was, whole little book. And you're talking you're talking about the, the bit that what, what tortured guy? That that the that was guy. This is the dude. Oh, yeah. I, I love that. that Are you was, joking? I thought that was hilarious. Where they're really? talking, they're talking so outside. Unconfounded. Well, That's see, so and funny. yet and yet you're disturbed no, by that. you're disturbed yeah, by. It feels it's lighter, and he's a fucking uh, Nazi science doctor. Yeah. So yeah, of course I'm fine with him. Going and you've up got two guys just standing there discussing design. discussing what to do with him, and then he catches on fire, I mean, and then they turn around and he says, and it's how oh, my jacket's, and my it's, jacket's it's, in there. And yeah, and they're like, you know, he's, you know, they're laughing, and it's like you see the fire start going, and it's so much more charming and endearing. And he, of course, he's a Nazi fucking doctor. Like, I, I don't care that he's burning. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you got two guys out there sort of chuckling about, oh, he's up in flames, ha 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 ha. I mean, that strikes me as even more disturbing yeah. than what happens at like, the beginning of says, Kingsman 2. Not to, no spoilers, but Eggsy thinks about what he does. He's not happy to be doing unfortunate things. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, that's fine, I'm fine with. Well, I should hope so. <laughs> but my point is. Man. I mean, uh, you watch beginning of Kingsman and nobody's, nobody's laughing. No. Obviously, Julianne Moore, she's a little loopy. She's, she's not really in touch with reality. She's got some major issues. But she's not laughing about the situation. Yeah. She's not laughing about what she's mm-hmm. done. And, she's, and the poor yeah. guy who's stuck in this situation, he's very obviously not laughing about this. Mm-hmm. But then you get these two guys, this, this, this Nazi doctor who's up in flames who they didn't want to take back anyways. Okay, that's fine because they knew he would be released because of uh, the national security the secrets, the information that he could release to the United States, the, the scientific information, the, the whatever, right? He would become a tremendous asset. And so they were, well, we don't want to take him back because he's just going to be, he's going to be free in a few months, and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, look, he's on fire. Oh, my jacket's in there. Ha, ha, ha. See, Bye. I inter- but in terms of how I mean, Guy that Ritchie's seems... tone and his style, it's so much more enjoyable than that scene us seems so incongruous. That, that scene seemed oh, so incongruous with the rest of the thing. But it's like, what which does it is, serve? Which the violence is even sort of tame. And even before, why does he have his whole little backstory? What the heck? And there's, there's all, some gunplay, but you don't and, see and any... What's this, the backstory of a character. 
But why? He has no relevance to anything. Which character is this we're discussing? Oh, are we talking about the same guy? Burning one? Yeah. Burning Man? Yeah, he has this little album of people. Well, he was one of the... He constructed, like, some of the, the plot elements, and he's... Who cares? The machines. Big deal. Oh, my God. Man. Dunzo. <laughs> Opinions have been thrown out today. <laughs> I like her clothes. She, yeah, yeah, she looks good. <laughs> I love Army Hammer and everything he does. He's great. You know, fun fact will lighten the mood. You know, he was the heir to Arm, Arm and Hammer, right? The, like, baking, whatever. Really? Yeah, but he got cut off because he said, no, I want to be an actor. I said, fine, we have no money for you. And that's why his name is Army Hammer. And he could have been the baking soda king. He could have been. But instead, he's Are you just missed. like yanking our legs or? No, I swear to God. Okay. To, well, really? I swear to God, to my knowledge, this is the case, to be fair. And where did you get this knowledge? I can't remember now. It's when he was starting to get big. I think it was when he was in the Lone Ranger. I was like, who that? Love it. Who that? Well, it wasn't somebody in a tinfoil hat that told you this? No. <laughs> okay. No. You know what? No, almost every time I use tinfoil, I cut myself, like, on the tinfoil, because it's quite odd. I don't know what that is, but it's weird. Yeah. That's a fun fact about me, in case you were wondering. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I'm done. It's a four for me. Dang. It's not a masterpiece, but it's enjoyable, it's fun, it's cool. I give it a two. Yeah, I'm with Chloe, I give it a two. Ooh, Ooh brutal. Alright. I mean, it's the, you watch it, you go, oh, it's pretty, and those are really, really stylish suits. I wish yeah. I had one of those. Oh, it's over. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right, well, let's... Uh, I also like Elizabeth Debicki. We didn't give her enough good. time. She's blown up now. She's in everything now. She was in The Night Manager, which I really liked. She's in Guardians 2, Valerian. Who was she in Guardians 2? Was she the, She's the, the queen gold, of the... the gold yeah, queen. the gold lady. Right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't do that. I was told it was bad. What, Guardians it could be too? either. I, yeah. I've been on both sides. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I yeah. I still think the first one was better, but I did enjoy Guardians too. I'll just say that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I uh, hope you enjoyed those reviews. <laughs> um, <laughs> we did. Yeah, we did for sure. Um, I feel bad now. We're still friends, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. My black eye aside, I'll, I'll live. You'll be fine. <laughs> Um, okay, well, let's Can move we get on. you a hamburger to sit on that <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, well, let's move on to... Also, one more thing. Okay. I've been to Berlin now that it's not, you know... Divided. Yeah, and it's not pretty. So I doubt it was as pretty as they made it look when it was I thought, going through all that crap. I honestly thought that West Berlin was nice looking but east berlin is even now most of east germany is even now following the unification is still pretty wrecked not a fan of no yeah oh i had also never mind yeah anyway okay well, let's move on to some news <laughs> yeah. um so only piece we got to talk about really is the new trailer for wes anderson's Did you see the new Natalie movie oh yeah it looks pretty good annihilation mm-hmm. oh yeah um New trailer for Wes Anderson's new film, Isle of Dogs, which is his now going to be his second stop-motion animated film after Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is amazing. Loved it. Yeah. 
Um, and this, the cast of this movie is insane, and it's like, you know, everybody's in it. But All the same, everybody's. I think it looks fantastic. I love the art style, you know, the cast. I mean, it's... Can't wait. Yeah. It's Wes Anderson. Yeah. His films are always great. Yeah. I mean, I honestly have not seen cool. a film oh, by him. Series, I guess. You know I don't like Wes Anderson. Movies. You don't? We've talked about this. You don't? Have we? I don't. I really like... We've talked about some positive. It's the same deal. The way I feel about Wes Anderson is the same as the Coen brothers. I really like the world that they live in, you know? But I just think that the characters are useless and the plots are usually kind of... Really? Mm. Messy mm. and no, scary, yeah. But. but I liked Fantastic Mr. Fox, so. What do you think of this trailer, though? I don't know. I really don't. I really don't. I, I appreciate that, you know, I myself do a bit of a stop motion animation. Oh, so do I, you? So I think it's really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll probably see. I liked it as Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm -hmm. but. I love it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Really? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I wouldn't say one of my favorites, but I really <laughs> immensely enjoyed it. Yeah. And it's nice to see sort of the stop motion again. Again, I've, I've always did been sort see... of a big fan of stop motion oh, stuff. Oh, Lordy. What is that called? Animagophilia. What's that movie called? You know what I'm talking about? No. They played no. it at the... <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. They played at the Chelsea. Animagophilia. They, they, they played at the Chelsea. It's a stop motion movie, and they played at the Chelsea. The only one I can Where think of works. was the one... Oh, oh Anna Melissa. There we go. Love Anna that Melissa, one. yeah. Love that one. Really? I loved it, yeah. I mean, I liked the, I enjoyed the animation, but the film itself and some of the devices it used, I thought were a bit sort of, yeah. Me too. Mm, I liked it. Yeah, it wasn't, I it wasn't my favorite, but I did love the animation. Um, who is it that directed that? Again? Charlie Kaufman. Charlie, Charlie Kaufman. Kaufman, thank you, right, adaptation and, yeah. and all that. Yeah. Did he do like Synecdoche? Synecdoche, New York. Yeah, maybe. Did he write that? I don't know. Direct? No. It was, uh... We should talk about the Emmys. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> weren't they two weeks ago? Yeah, they were, weren't they? No I thought we way. discussed it somewhat last week. Did we? I'm no. confused. <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't talk about it. I don't think we did, but... Did we? I don't think so. But here, you... I have to answer your text. So you all keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> well... How are you, Brayden? <laughs> I mean, y'all can talk about the Emmys. Charles Hoffman did Eternal oh, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Hmm? And such. What? Charlie Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman? He did, like, didn't he do Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Yeah. And I don't know. No. It, see, that's the thing is I can't remember because doesn't he work with Spike Jones a lot? I like Spike Jones. Yeah. yeah. I do too. Well, I love her, so. Not much or else. is it Spike Jones? Who the hell is it? There's another. <laughs> it being jo yeah, Spike Jones did being John Malkovich, and I think Charlie Kaufman wrote yeah. that. I guess. Yeah, I think so. And so I think Spike Jones directs a lot of stuff, and then Charlie Kaufman would write it. But there's some films that Charlie Kaufman himself has directed. Oh yeah. And Anomalisa, he directed himself, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. But yeah. But yeah, so, so can't wait for Isle of Dogs. So I think so. <laughs> yeah. Comes out in March of next year, I think. So Yeah. Really? Wes Anderson has this strange habit of releasing films at odd times because I remember Grand Budapest Hotel actually it was around that time too, wasn't was it? Was around February or March. Mm -hmm. Which is not Oscar season. Yeah. And yet he still took home he, don't he got care. a lot of nominations for Grand Budapest. Yeah. 
I think one a few things, not for yeah, anything yeah, big. It was it, mostly sort of like costume work. design, yeah, yeah. Few, which things. is big. Good job to you. Oh, all. it's great. I mean, I to, just win, know nothing to win about an Oscar it. is spectacular, but uh, it wasn't. He didn't win for you know best picture, best director, best no. script, or anything like that. So, okay. you know what's exciting? Do you see the trailer for the new Thurgood Marshall movie? The what movie? Thurgood Marshall. No, Thurgood I Marshall. Seen that. I know who Thurgood what's, Marshall is. Supreme that, Court Justice. Yeah. But you haven't seen the trailer? What's what's the trailer called? Thurgood, I think, or Thurgood Marshall. Who's who's in it? Who directs it? I don't know, but Josh Gad is in it. Oh, oh, and he oh, he's plays the worst. Josh Gad. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Josh oh, Gad. Oh, oh, I'm not with Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he plays um the my my on my maternal side, great. Yeah, my great uncle. Is played by Josh Gad. Huh. Really? That's cool. That is cool. They yeah, didn't who, who ask was me. this fellow? His name was George, really. George. George. <laughs> just, <laughs> he was like with Donna or Seal. He had no surname. <laughs> it was just George. Well, they was combined, it all caps they and he had an exclamation point? They, they combined. <laughs> Sorry. They combined, apparently, they combined. Find him with someone else, so you know they do that. Like two people put it to one person for the, yeah, for the sake of the movie. Mm -hmm. Who they combine them with? I don't know. Okay. I don't actually know that much. I just really like. I used to do less projects on him and stuff because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Seems seems like it could be. I'm obsessed with their good Marshall. I'll go see it. Yeah. Sure. Review it. Yeah. Um. All right, well, I guess that's about it for news. There's not much else going on, really. That, I mean, that's really worth talking about. Um, Except Natalie Portman is back. Yeah. Well, she she wasn't Jackie. She she was back. Nah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to some listener questions. So, uh, the filmbuds podcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us. And you can also reach us on Twitter and uh, Facebook and a bunch of other places. Instagram. Thanks to Chloe. Yeah, Instagram's really not doing so hot. No, I haven't. Seen I get much. it. I get it because I'm I'm not really an Instagram person. I'm not either. So perhaps More selfies. No, shockingly, I'm not a big selfie person. Me neither. Well, that's Over all it. Instagram is. I thought is it was just food porn and selfies. A lot of it is, yeah. And <laughs> pictures of dogs. Food porn selfies and pictures. That's of that's, dogs. that's what that's we one out of three. Yeah, <laughs> we do have pictures. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. So. Uh, We'd love to hear from you, really. Uh, comments, criticisms, whatever. You know, if the, that guy is still listening who criticizes. He's not. I know what I'm not. saying. Let us know. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this one is from um, Jonathan, and he says, Hello, Henry Braden and Chloe. Hello. Uh, this, is, <laughs> uh, this is Jonathan from San Diego. San Diego. So Ooh, fancy. Fancy. You've been to Comic-Con? No, man. I want to go. Jonathan. It's yeah. not that you're asking me personally. Let's all, let's all go to Con Con and... I'll be down. Crash at Jonathan's place. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let us know if that's okay, John. <laughs> um, okay, so he says, I was wondering if you had seen... Um, uh, I guess this is coming off of the Mother Review. So I, I, wonder, I was wondering if you had seen Darren Aronofsky's comment about his interest in doing a Superman film outside of the DC universe... He also wanted to do a Batman film a while back and that, that fell through. Being a big fan of his, I would like to see either of those. But my question for you all is what auteur 
director or I, or just I guess what director in general would you like to see a film like this, whether it be the big blockbuster cinematic universe film? Yeah. Thanks, love the discussion on Mother last week. Keep podcasting. Thanks, Jonathan. Keep podcasting. Boy, oh, compared and to the other guy. And we are going to keep guy. podcasting, man. We're doing it right now. That's true. <laughs> uh, Jonathan. That's a good question. Can they be dead? Yeah, sure. Hitchcock would have made a dope superhero movie. Hmm. Yeah, the pacing. Batman. Would have been... He should have done Batman. You know, the whole mystery element, yeah. detective. The pacing would have been really interesting because you know his moves are usually kind of slow and delicate. Yeah. I could get behind it. Well, I, I would definitely. Love to see Darren Aronofsky do a Superman film. I'd love to see that. I'm not too keen on Aronofsky since The Wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> That's his answer. I don't think Brandon heard the question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I did. I'm just, I'm just putting let's in my two cents about yeah. Aronofsky. No, let's not revisit my. <laughs> um, I'd like to see, yeah, more colorful ver- Like even a Wes Anderson superhero movie would be interesting. That would be really interesting, yeah. I was just thinking that, actually, because yeah. his visuals are so stunning. Yeah. I, I don't always, know if you choreograph fight scenes all that well, but I mean, his visuals are so stunning. He could get help. Maybe they'd be, like, dancing or something. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But, like, he could get help. But it'd be so, yeah, it'd be interesting to have, like, a little Freaky Friday with directors. I'd like to see David Fincher do one. <gasps> oh, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. good. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be good. Awesome. Yeah. He could you're do right. a Batman movie, right, man? Oh, that'd you're right. Good. That'd be good. That's our pick. Yeah. We all agree on this. We all agree. David Fincher, 100%. David Fincher should should helm whatever new piece of claptrap DC decides to put out. I especially agree because I don't like superhero movies, nor do I like David Fincher. Do you? I'll skip it. But it sounds good, though. Like, that sounds like a good fit. Well, did y'all see that uh, Quentin Tarantino said he'd be up for doing a Star Trek movie? I did. I would not want to see that. No. I will see it. It'll be weird, but I'll see it. Yeah, it would not be. I don't think weird. I love me some too Star weird. Trek. Oh, I do too. I grew up on that. I love Star Trek, but I don't know if Tarantino would be the right fit. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think it's going to happen. Oh, no. It's, it's not a not. very interesting idea, though. And also, Star Trek is very much about, like, peace and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. It'd be a little That's tricky. not Tarantino's. Did you, have we talked about that Eli Roth is trying to make a normal person movie? With uh, what, the Bruce Willis it. movie? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it looks so lame. Well, it's it's a remake of an old Charles Bronson film from 1960s, 1970s. Really? Death Wish, yeah. yeah. You should watch the original. It was I should. actually pretty I like Charles Bronson. Well, the original was actually uh, a decent film. Yeah. It's interesting. It's yeah. sort of man gets fed up, goes out on vigilante spree. It's, it's, it's you know, um, sort of social commentary without being heavy-handed about it. Right. Um... But it's it's actually a really really good film in and of itself. All uh, right. So cool. I don't know about Eli Roth handling this. I do like Bruce oh, Willis. I hate Eli Roth. But yeah, that's the thing is I'm not a big Eli Roth fan. Me neither. So I don't know how this is going to wind up. But the original was Bruce Willis. Was, it also uh, looks a lot like Taken. Yeah, it just, it just looks very bland. His wife and daughter and blah blah blah. Yeah. Blah, blah. Okay. Did that's, you see? Did you see the trailer? I saw it for the first time. The Liam Neeson... The, oh, Commuter? The, yes, the Liam with, Neeson uh, trailer with... Who's a Vera Farmiga? Vera Farmiga, who I love. I'm, no, I, I think I've seen Vera Farmiga, clips yeah. of it. I haven't watched she's it She's so yet. good in everything she does. She is quite yeah. good. But that looks... She's the one odd. in Bates, Bates Motel. Motel yeah. Which is over now. And she's in... Uh, that really was like my guilty party. pleasure show. Oh, yeah? Well, I used to I love seen. Psycho when I was little. It was like my love, love favorite Psycho. movie. Yeah. And... 
So my dad and I would it'd be like my guilty like soap opera kinda. And the seasons really go up and down as far as how good they are, but the last season was pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Maybe and I work. like Freddie Highmore. He's in a new nice. show too. Nice. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I'll have to Where he basically plays my dad. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of all these Young, they're like young and Asperger'sy doctors who, blah blah blah, sick of it. Hmm. But the girl in it, I met. Oh really? Yeah. Have you ever seen um? Oh crap. That British Misfits, it's a British show about superheroes. No. No. She's in that. Hmm. That's a good show. That's very funny. Hmm. All right. Henry'd hate it. Comedy's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, humor. Comedy's are, are garbage. <laughs> Laughter. Ooh. All comedy is garbage. <laughs> um, no, I love comedy. Okay. Um, <laughs> What's uh, your favorite comedy, Henry? Uh, let's see. Probably either uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Monsters, Inc., um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, that's a good one. That's a scary um, movie. <laughs> what? That movie horror- scarred my childhood. Pee-wee's Big Adventure is a horror film. It's scary. Um, the biker scene and the, the giant dinosaur. It's whatever. Continue. Um, I'm trying to think here. Hmm. Uh, some I love some like it hot a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe said he'd like to be in the remake of that movie. I'd be down for that. I'd be so down. <laughs> Obviously, I'd be down. But yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that's my favorite comedy. <laughs> there you go. Your favorite comedy. Um, okay, well, let's move on to the second question. So um, this one's from, we got an international one. Yes. From England. Yeah. Ooh, England. Thank yeah, you. so uh, Carter in England writes. Hi, Carter. Just, Carter's already my favorite. Bye, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> You're out, Katie. Katie. Uh, hello, film buds. Hope this message, message reaches you all. Uh, what societal... Uh, he just kind of gets right to the question. So I love him. Um, okay. Or her. <laughs> Carter's probably... No, I had a friend when I was younger named Carter. She was okay. a girl. Um, so Carter, male or female, uh, what's <laughs> societal or cultural issue, um, this the one I was talking about earlier, uh, cultural issue which you like to see more of in movies, whether it be blockbusters or in smaller film, films, and or which one would you like to see fade off because of dated relevance or oversaturation. Oh, that's interesting. That's Thanks a good question. for the entertainment, Carter, from oh, England. Oh, God, why with the hard questions? I don't <laughs> that's a good question. Anymore. My Thanks. gosh. Mm. Well, it's an interesting question, an interesting time, because there have been a lot more movies that try to be, and for the mostly TV shows that try to delve more into actual issues without being, like... Not boring, but you know what I mean. Like, I mean, still be entertaining. I mean, there's a, there are a lot of issues out there <laughs> that I think would, would I think the benefit big, from better coverage. I think the bigger thing is the confidence in distribution of movies that make an impact. Yeah. Like um, Natalie Portman's movie. Did you see that when she directed? She oh, no. A Tale of Love and Darkness? Yeah. No, I haven't seen that. That was a good movie. Yeah. Nobody knows what it is because Mm -hmm. it's in Hebrew. Exactly. But it was a good movie. Yeah. But I think a lot of things are being dealt with. I mean, the kind of obvious one is more gender. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, you you need to do it, and it feels 
motivated, Natural. not just well, like... Well, like, in the UK, speaking of the UK, which is, I guess, not really the... whatever. Yeah. In England, <laughs> um, they made a rule for... I watch a lot of British, um, like, panel shows, like the joke kind of shows they have there, okay. where comedians talk and play games and stuff. And they made an, a rule, I think it was last year, that there has to be a woman on every episode. Hmm. And I had kind of mixed feelings about it. And I'm like, well, thank you. But also, like, you don't need, we don't need handouts. But I'm mm-hmm. like, well, from your perspective, they would be considered handouts, but it's really just fair. So it's kind of tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But gender is a really interesting one. Yeah. And the it's, stuff like that is tricky because you, you do want things to be more reflective of demography. But at yeah. the same time, yeah. by doing that, are you necessarily getting the best people? Yeah. To fill those. Well, it's odd, it's odd because it's kind of like inception in a way, for lack of a better term. Like, um, because who's getting to make the movies is then what's in the movies. Does that make sense? Like, because mm-hmm. it's such a non-female dominated industry, then you get these kind of poor excuses for feminism or something like that, you know, or the ignorance of it. But like, Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman speaking of the Emmys, their speech and what they talked about was so true. They were like, we haven't been offered and they're like the biggest. Like, they're they're huge. huge. Yeah, and they're like, we weren't offered interesting roles so we had to go out and make our own show so we'd get women with actual complexity and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And you could say the same thing with like Donald Glover in um, Atlanta. Atlanta? Same thing. So it's it's interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. A good question. Well, I guess that, that's an interesting thing because you're sort of looking at it the, at the meta level in that sense because then you'd be making a movie about uh, what's the word I'm taught? What's the word I'm looking for? Involvement, uh, better opportunities for yeah, yes, yeah, so in terms of gender equality or or racial uh, racial uh, racial equality that kind yeah. of things or, or not even equality but but the opportunity, the the the, the, uh, the opportunity to do these kinds of yeah. things, uh, where normally they wouldn't have. I mean, that's. I know that Oscars. There's been a lot of uh, trauma. I want to say backlash. Yeah, backlash yeah there was huge backlash. Yeah. No, huge. Are you talking about last year? Uh, Whenever, two years, two years ago, ago. Two years ago. When so Chris Rock was, whitewashed. Yeah. yeah. No, that was so a huge deal. Yeah. Funnily enough, I think the most. Because I heard a lot about it, and I really like... Do you know that there's a British talk show by Graham Norton? I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And Ice Cube was on it, and he asked him, Graham Norton asked Ice Cube about it, and that was the best response to the whole thing I'd ever heard. Well, it made oh, me yeah. think different ways. I can't remember. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Look it up. Hmm. Look it up. Let us know. Let us know if you could find it on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> um, and one other thing is uh, environmental... Oh yeah. Issues, but not necessarily just in a documentary. Well, I also like, think like how like how the Revenant tackle. You know, there's environmental kind of uh, almost like appreciation in that. Okay, but it's on the forefront of the film. You know, and then in Noah, one of the reasons I love Noah is right. it's comments, and then maybe Mother a little bit, but anyways, uh. yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, but then yeah, something like the Revenant, so maybe more environmental issues as well. Without being that's like, a very good and very easy one. Yeah. Without but, being but like, my, my retort. My retort. <laughs> Ish. Avatar. Oh, I mean, there's there's obvious blunt ways to handle it. 
obviously. But that's with every issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but yeah. no, yeah. But it's good. That's a good one. That one's confusing. Like then, is that like, what's that movie coming out? Geostorm. Oh, oh, oh I, yeah. The, the thing I don't like. No one's gonna not, see that. It's not so much what topics for me anyway. It's not so much what topics films should address more particularly. It's the way in which they address them when they do that matters. Yeah. Like don't take things that aren't dealt with and make them some kind of weird backdrop joke. Other world kind of deal because mm. it's so wasteful, you know. Yeah. It's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Um, then, uh, but yeah, in terms of our environmental stuff, not necessarily having to be an inconvenient truth. Like, find other ways. Hashtag to... name of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. Is a, did you see the new one? Not, not yet. Any Pretty good. good. I mean, it? I feel like I didn't need to watch it. Because yeah. it just made me more depressed. That's a problem with movies like well, that. Like Henry was saying, like the point of you're not going to get your message across probably if you're like, this is a movie about climate change. And here we go, because the wrong people are going to see it. Mm-hmm. Happy Feet did an excellent job of talking about Brilliant problems. Film. Brilliant film, that. Yeah. No one remembers I'm dead serious. Mad Max director. Is Happy it really? Feet. Yep. No idea. What? George Miller. George Miller. I didn't know he directed oh, yeah, Happy that's right. Feet. He directed Happy Feet. Totally, totally. Yeah, little odd, Robin Williams right? penguin mm-hmm. gets a uh, gets a can plastic thing stuck mm-hmm. around his neck. It's a tearjerker. And a throwback to the previous <laughs> question before I before I throw my two cents on this topic. I was just thinking, <laughs> Ina Ritu, who did Revenant and Birdman, would be yeah. awesome. It would be yes! awesome if he do a superhero. Ooh, flick, new right? winner. Oh, yeah. New winner. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Henry. Sorry. I'd actually see that one. Sorry, Finchie. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Finchie boy. <laughs> but Ina Rito, I think he would do a spectacular superhero film. I would agree. Film. Yeah. Um, but, 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 this current question, I mean, that, that's it's difficult because there's a lot of, I think, interesting topics, uh, sort of controversial topics that would be really interesting to see in films. And, and I've seen more relig- religious ideas, kind of like in Mother. Yeah. But, but showing both sides. I yeah. I find that interesting. Well, perhaps that. I mean, there's there's obviously uh, differences, not just not just depictions of, of religion in terms of uh, Judeo-Christian type stuff, but conflict between uh, Christian uh, Christian Western world and, and Islam. Yeah. Um, uh, that would actually would be an interesting film to watch. Is something ta- discussing the refugee flows coming out of mm. out of Africa, out be of Middle East and Africa right now, Syria, Libya, all those places, um, uh, or even the refugee flows coming out of out of uh, South America, where is it, El Salvador and places yeah. like that, where there's a lot of gang violence and people are being Venezuela. forced into gangs. Uh, well, is there a lot of gang violence in Venezuela? My friend. Well, I know. Well, I know a lot of people are fleeing Venezuela because Maduro's a doofus and yeah. can't run a government. It's and the, the whole it was, is going to hell. It's but. considered the most violent. Caracas is considered the most violent city right. in the world. Yeah, hmm. you're right. Yeah, I know stuff sometimes. Yeah, it's exciting for me. Capital mm-hmm. <laughs> Venezuela. Yeah. Well, they can't. They don't have the resources to control to you know maintain any kind of uh, law and order within within Venezuela now but I mean so things like that would be interesting there's I don't know I don't want to say more prosaic but I guess more prevalent issues always you know social uh, socioeconomic divides like income inequality things like that um uh 
or something. Something about the uh, opioid epidemic actually would be interesting as well. I mean, they kind of, um, yeah. Although, I'm sure there are films that have touched on that. I mean, Kingsman 2. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Vaguely touches on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting, but uh, wasn't, I'm trying to remember. Was it Winter's Bone? No. Something. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyhow, <laughs> I know that there was there was a film that touched on the opioid epidemic that I thought was really interesting. Hmm. Wind River actually touched oh, on yeah. it. But yeah. there hasn't been a film that's tackled tackled that kind of thing head on. You could Side maybe, effects has a little um, of the, you could the, maybe the pharmaceutical. Say, yeah. So yeah. Interesting. You could maybe say Requiem for a Dream, but that's not the current opioid Transpotting. epidemic. Two. Well, that's that's not T2. again. <laughs> well, no, those guys are all they're all addicted to heroin, which is an opioid, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So. Hmm. You could you could, but I mean, there's nothing which is looked at it in terms of the the current sort of health crisis that the United States is facing right now with that. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if Carter's writing to us from England, I don't know if they have if they're dealing with an opioid epidemic. What's up, Carter? Yeah. What's up, Carter? Let us know. <laughs> I'd be curious. I don't know. Now, now, I mean, to flip the question back on Carter, I mean, what kind of things would you like to see? Because, yeah, Carter. I mean, obviously, we're both, you know, Britain and the U.S. There's not a huge divide there, but I'm sure there is some sort of divide. In that, so I don't know what kind of uh, social issues he might want to. Well, they have more obvious about. class divides, I think, in England because of it's a lot smaller yeah. than here. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is smaller. But the thing you got to keep in mind is the United States is the only post-industrial country in the world that has a widening inequality gap. Yeah. yeah. Every other country, I think, I'm pretty sure issues. the metrics I've seen, every oh other country gosh. in the world so many has a shrinking equality gap. But Yeah. Um, yeah, well, if you have any, not, not just Carter, but anyone out there, just let us know with your things, your uh, themes or cultural stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got my face. My face out there. Sorry. Whew. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm back. Now that it's all over, Henry's back. <laughs> oh, wait. how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> um. The real question should be, what are you guys doing in my house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? What are you doing? Yeah. Here? Did we talk about Kingsman? Did we? We did. You loved it. I loved it. You don't remember? Yeah. It was best movie ever. <laughs> um, okay. Almost as good as Transformers. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. That's all right. So that's it for mail. Um, again, feel free to send us questions, anything you'd like. Um, so I guess we can just move on to our picks of the week. Oh yeah. crackers! I had it. And I well, forgot it again. I'll talk about mine first. <laughs> I need- so I've the only thing I haven't had much time to watch anything that substantial, besides Kingsman for the most part. Um, but I have been watching uh, the Vietnam War. The, oh the my God! Everybody's is all I hear about. I know. I, I, I look. I don't like buying into the. I like Ken Burns though. The, the critical. Where are you watching that? Because I'd really P- love PBS. to see that. PBS. So you can why did they stream it on PBS? Three different people told me about it the same day, really? and I was okay. Over no, it. I hate being part of the group. I hate <laughs> you shouldn't having, hate it. It's I, fine. I, I, sh- I, I hate having to be, you know. Oh yeah, that thing. It's everyone's talking about. So good. It, it is a very good series. Um, 
very poignant at times and uh, mm -hmm. you know and I mean I think the war mostly just because my fascination with World War II is better but I still really like this one it feels very relevant for many reasons and right. it's quite I good should, I should watch it I mean I've seen most of the Civil War one who hasn't mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen this World War II one oh, it's really I really good. should it's watch Netflix. that the jazz one I've seen part of that one his, what is it? I think he just calls it jazz yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, his, his, title, his titles are funny. pretty straightforward. He's yeah. a pretty straightforward guy, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it was it was so good. Yeah, it was so good. And I, what was so nice about it is is I mean, obviously, I think his some of these other topics are a little more uh, pertinent in terms of their their historical. You know, not to say that jazz is not pertinent. Jazz is there's an obvious difference. Between there's an obvious difference between looking at the right. at historical events that have had a massive impact on a global scale uh things like world war ii obviously the Vietnam i would say war, like directly civil war yeah um yeah direct impact yeah. as opposed to sort of more soft powery type things like, yeah. like musical yeah musical change musical transformation but it was nice to see it was nice to watch jazz again because there was a lot wrapped up in it um, obviously, there were a lot of issues uh, pertaining to, to racial equality and so forth, civil rights movement in the United States. But uh, uh, the music and seeing something about music rather than constant conflict and, and battle right. and all that was... Mm -hmm. uh, and, this, I mean, and this one really does tackle both the war itself and then the, the yeah. war at home, for lack of a better term. But Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's quite good. The, the social ramifications and all the protest movements here in the United yeah. States. Yeah, that was, I really, I really want to see that. It's yeah. supposed to be quite good. Yeah. Um, my dad but, loves it. Really? Yeah. And he uh, loves telling me all this weird stuff about my grandfather. He was like a colonel and apparently in their downstairs like little pool room or whatever, my dad used to like get out of bed at like 2 a.m. and my grandfather would like be on the pool table with these big maps and stuff and there was like one light overhead and <laughs> so like kind of like noir style. Very, yeah. And he used to smoke a pipe apparently, so there was like smoke too. So he's like Eisenhower basically. <laughs> he's like he's well, like, I mean like a like no I mean kind of like that spinning image of a general. Almost, yeah. You know, it's cool. Nothing against that. That's awesome. He just, I'm just really sick of hearing about. Okay. The documentary. It's garbage. <laughs> Vietnam War is garbage. No, I'm sure. It's, <laughs> well, the Vietnam War is garbage. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. But I'm sure it's very. Ken Burns is yeah, great. He's in it. He he. Cameoed in a show I really like. Really? Difficult people. Which, uh, they took over his. Yeah. Well, what, <laughs> what interests me is that documentaries, nobody goes to see documentaries. It's very rare that I you do. get a big. I love documentaries. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it's very rare that you get you a have documentary. You've got ballerina one coming. Hmm? Or it's here. I don't know. It's, I haven't left no, my house in two a, weeks. It's a drama, actually. The ballerina good. one? It's not a doctor. Yeah. I thought it was, it was a fictional film. They lied to me? I thought it was, too. It was a fictional film. Paulina, about a, a young Russian uh, woman. I feel who, betrayed. Watch, watch La Dance. <laughs> not La Dance <laughs> that's again. Your that's your brother. Yeah. I feel betrayed now. Oh, it was Man. Here, came and gone. One week. Nobody yeah, because it, it lied to people. <laughs> no, it never said it was a documentary. I'd love to see someone come out there. <laughs> you lied to me. Of all the you things that, that people have accused us of at the yeah. theater, that's not one of them. <laughs> but yeah, so that's on Vietnam Wars on PBS, so give it a look if you. Yeah.
Right, well, no, about? I was just saying it's funny that uh, you've got all these documentaries and people, documentary is not typically thought of as a popular form of right. media. But for some reason, Ken Burns is like a household name. I know, it's, it's so it's a, funny. It's, it's just a very watchable style. Yeah. And he definitely repeats himself. We all have to watch it. Did you guys have to, uh, did you have to watch it in school? Yeah. No, I don't think so. So much. I, might, I may have seen some of the Civil War. <laughs> 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 Ken Burns is good at it. So much Ken Burns. Get out of here. The slow zoom on the photograph. Oh, yeah. The thing is, he has a very kind of noticeable style and he repeats himself quite often. I think he's yeah. a nice guy, though. Oh yeah, I mean, like his style usually works. That's a good thing. Well, I mean, like, his style, his style is his style, and he's not going to stray far from that. I mean, what makes him good is is, is how comprehensive and holistic yeah. his approach to the the subjects is, because he looks at it from every angle, not just uh, here we are on the Western Front, and here we are, in, you know, World War Two. That's how on, I do it. Out on the the, the beaches of Normandy. Yeah. No, it's it's like what's going on at home. What's going on for normal people in, oh, say, I love, Europe? I love the what's voices. What's going on in the, the Pacific Theater? The letter people. Like, oh, yeah. Dear Ruth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's not good. And this but, one, yeah. yeah, I mean, Vietnam War, again, it's a very holistic, it's very comprehensive, and the, his research is remarkably yeah. thorough. So, I mean, that's what that's what makes him, I guess, such a, a popular, me. iconic figure. And Yeah. Uh, anyhow. Well, Brain, what about you? What you been watching? Um... I haven't had the time to see a whole heck of a lot. Uh, mostly still just been, you know, Mr. Mercedes and get shorty in terms of TV. I did just see uh, The Viceroy's House, a film, Gillian Anderson, and I forget the, the actor's name. He was oh, yeah, that's right. Downton Abbey, apparently. Uh, it was... Uh, was it, is it Hugh Bonneville? Might be him. I think it is Hugh Bonneville. I think it is. He plays Lord Mountbatten. Yeah. In the film, who is the fellow charged with, uh, with returning home rule to India during uh, Britain's withdrawal from as a colonial power, and he oversaw the partition of Pakistan, 1947, the partition of Pakistan from India. And it's an absolutely fascinating film. They do a really good job of balancing sort of the geopolitics, which is what really you know fascinates me, with uh, sort of a human interest story, a romance between uh, a young Hindu man and a young Muslim woman, and the, the love between the two of them and her um, obligations to her father and her obligations uh, to her, 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 uh, her arranged husband, um, and all kinds of stuff. It's really, and, and it's done really well. There are a few sort of clunky or, or, or overwrought sentimental bits, but I mean, it does a really good job of showing the difficulty of coming to an agreement. And then once the partition occurred, how it tore apart families and it was, uh, the film was directed by a woman, Gurindra Ch- uh, Chada, who did Bend It Like Beckham. Love Bend It Like Beckham. She is, you David should go Beckham see was, David Beckham was in uh, Man from Uncle. And King Arthur. Man, oh man, what a guy's, romance guy's there. everywhere. <laughs> but it's, a, it's, it's an excellent film, a uh, female director, and she's of... Indian ethnicity but British nationality so it's very interesting you know to, to, to take that into consideration and she actually at the end of the film talks about how what was it her grandmother had been separated from the husband for something like 18 months due to the partition man one of them wound up in India one of them wound up in Pakistan hmm. and so getting back together ended up being remarkably difficult for them like that movie with Rose 
Oh shoot, what's her name? Pike? Rosamund Pike? And Rosamund Pike. Oh, a United Kingdom? Yeah. I never saw that. That was... No, I didn't see that. I wanted you didn't? to see that. No, we yeah, did, the same, but I didn't get same the deal. Same, same deal, you know? Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. well that's in theaters right now, so... Go see give it. Give that one a look. Chloe, did you remember what you... No, but... Hey. This... <laughs> I'm not surprised. The second <laughs> season of The Good Place just started. It shows dope. What's I that? love Mike. Oh, Ted Danson. Mike Schur and everything he does, he's the master what of comedy done? with heart. Yeah, the Office. The Office, oh, Parks and Recreation, right, the list right. goes on. Yeah. The Good Place is and on. It's really good. Yeah. So, I've seen the and first, it's on Netflix now. I've seen the first four, not not by choice, but... How dare you? <laughs> no, but I mean, I, it's what I saw, I enjoyed. It's so good. So, has Kristen Bell, right? Yep. 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 Love it. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. And the plot is actually a lot more interesting than you think. You yeah, gotta, it is. You gotta stick with. Yeah. No, it gets, you don't even know if the voice is for. You have no idea. It gets cray. 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 I hate that word. <laughs> I don't ever say that in my brain. I don't ever speak that word in my brain. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's, and that's, yeah, that's uh, on Netflix right now, so yep. give that one a look. And second season just started, so you can probably get Not that. that quick? It just started, yeah. It's only been one episode, maybe. Now. Second season? Second season. I said episode. I'm in season. First episode. Yeah, first episode of the second season just came out. Huh. Okay. So you can catch up pretty quickly. Alrighty. Alright, well, that's our picks of the week. Um, and the new Killers album just came out. That's music, but I gotta oh, plug fun. them when I can. Everybody should go see Stronger, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, I'm gonna guess maybe see yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna see it too. I need uh, to see that. I'm gonna try and see that. <laughs> we, none of us have seen it, but we all think you should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay, well, I guess that about brings us to the end of the show. Um, Brandon, did you have something? No, I'm just playing oh. with the microphone. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so I guess next week we're going to be doing American Made. Yeah. I'm down. Get Tom Don't Cruise. know. Tom Cruise oh, yeah, back. Tom Gleason. Tom I'm Cruise. excited. Yeah. Um, Doug Lemon. So probably going to do that. Maybe we'll see if we can get a guest on. Maybe not. No one wants to come on the show. <laughs> no. Um, you scared them all. <laughs> yeah. um, and anything else going on? Now just do American Made. You know, short sounds good. Um, I'm probably gonna hate it, but yeah, probably. I'll see it. It's got Donald. It does. That's what I'm seeing. It's got Donald Gleason. I'll watch it. I know. The reason if, enough. If you didn't see Brain Destruct, <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for joining us. It was very heated. Very heated discussions. But we're all friends here, so it's okay. Well, that's, uh, yeah, it has been pretty divisive these last two weeks. Well, yeah. with Mother last week. That's because we weren't with each other for the two weeks before that. Oh, yeah. If you recall. We're angry at each other for being... It's usually just Braden me against you. It is, yeah. I like I it wonder, that way. I wonder why that is. Because Henry's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm weird. You're an odd, odd, <laughs> odd man. <laughs> you heard it here, so. Um, yeah, well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next week. Stars, when you shine, you know how I feel. Send out the pine, you know how I feel.
some spoilers so if you have not seen Kingsman and you're planning on it stop listening so Brayden what was the thing you had with well my problem with this is is I I've spoken about the sloppy writing in the first film particularly with regard to the character development and and how the film sort of totally changes thematically I mean this one in the second one okay it's a mishmash of ideas and and, and uh archetypes and whatever you know genres that they're using all that kind of thing but at least those are consistent throughout as opposed to the first one where it's spy flick and then grindhouse gore blood stabbing slashing you know um the second one again and, and the, the this is sort of the problem the second one the writing is a little more consistent they do better in terms of the story they do better in terms of um character development with this with the second film but what happens to whiskey at the end it's just sloppy what, what i'm does sorry happen to it's lazy end? it's sloppy they throw him in the meat grinder oh yeah in the meat grinder right i thought i i, I kept going you know i know he's gonna wind up in the meat grinder <laughs> but you know what would be better how about if somehow he gets shot or stabbed in the eye similar to colin firth they give him the gel, he loses his memory. Yeah, I'll give you that. And then he loses the memory of what had happened to his high school sweetheart, and he's able to live in sort of this this ignorant, blissful state from there on That in. is so sweet. I'm behind that. Not only that, but then you have the character around that you can return him as a villain for later mm -hmm. films, right? Which obviously they're going into a multi-film franchise mm -hmm. with this. I mean, it's pretty obvious. So... Um, I mean, it's making money. They got big stars lined up for for the next few next film or two. So um, I I just think that their treatment of him and because I mean, particularly given his story, which they give him a story, and it's actually sort of a heartbreaking story, and you can see why why he has this very sort of callous, um, very polarized uh, view of with regard to drug users mm -hmm. and so you he at which least has motivation a, which could stop him from coming back as a villain because his, it's so specific yeah oh well, i mean you've got the character around you can bring him back in you could not bring him back in yeah. mm -hmm. i don't know that's that's for other people to decide but the point is if you did something else with him rather than you know throwing him in the meat grinder and i think that would have been given given how sort of heart-wrenching his story is. Sad way to go. Unfair way to go. Yeah, it's sort of an unfair way yeah, to I go. Yeah, I didn't like that either. But, you know, that the, the, their depiction of, of the president in that situation was, was terrible. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, what they do to, to this whiskey character, you know, is it just doesn't fit with 
what he's doing. Right. I agree. Or what his backstory is in that case. I agree. So. All right. 